Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. I'll have talking points for you momentarily. Kind of... Something went kind of hinky with this. Uh, I don't know why, but we'll we'll, we'll fix it. We'll get it working. <laughs> it's a goof on my part, not anything computer related or so on like that. It's just my own uh, my own uh, forgetfulness. I'm sitting here doing five things at once, and I forgot to send over the talking points. Actually, I forgot to mix them down, finish finish mixing them down, I should say. Uh, but that happens. Every once in a blue moon, I'll forget. Uh, let's see here. Uh... 
Move that over. And let's see now. Uh-huh. Looks good so far. <clears throat> Let's see now. Okay. We're getting there, folks. I, I give you my word. Hey, listen, it's live broadcasting on the Internet. Anything can happen. It's a kind of a mixed bag of stuff, you know? Uh, let me see here. Did I even take us? No, you guys have been looking at a dark screen the last couple of minutes on the video side. Man, that is just not fair of me. I am goofing up all over the board today. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? All right. But here's something I'm not going to goof up. Tonight's talking points. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Ah, yes, it's time once again for that interesting soap opera story called As the Impeachment Turns. When last we left our players, they were engulfed in to send or not to send the impeachment articles. That is the question. Well, it would seem House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is definitely one delusional Californian who doesn't seem to get it, doesn't seem to understand it, doesn't seem to want to know about it, doesn't seem to want to hear it when it comes to she can't have it her way. It's not Burger King she's working in. That's right. Remember the old Burger King commercial, Have It Your Way? Well, Nancy, you can't have it your way. You don't run the Senate. The Senate is operated by the majority, and that happens to be Republicans. Now, I know, ladies and gentlemen, you are tired of hearing this impeachment ridiculousness, but every once in a while, it's good to remind you to kind of put it out there because what I see happening is a long drawn process that is taking just a little bit too long. See, I've kind of gotten tired of it myself. In fact, I'm so tired of it. I'm actually surprised I'm even talking about it in my talking points. But like I said, this is a reminder of just how stupid sick, twisted, insane, and completely out of control the Congress is under Democrat control. So come November, just an odd number of months down the road, remember, America, you can really invoke change here. My suggestion to America is really simple. Go in the voting booth and vote for a Republican. Don't vote for a Democrat, because a Democrat will only screw up everything. There are approximately 31 
congressional seats up for grabs in November. Let's turn them from blue to red. That's right. Turn them red. Let the Democrats see red. Well, they're seeing red because they voted on a war powers resolution that basically ties the president's hands. You know, I can't believe they're so twisted and so hate-ridden against President Trump that they would go so far as to do this. Well, actually, it shouldn't surprise me at all, and it shouldn't surprise you either. I mean, let's face the reality. If there is any common sense in the Congress, it's on the Republican side of the aisle. And I know there are times when, you know, President Trump may tweet something or say something that kind of, well, feels like nails on a chalkboard. But, again, this man is not a politician. He is a businessman. So he's blunt, very blunt. I like it personally, but, you know, like I've always said, you know, maybe tweet a little less just to keep them guessing. We don't have to keep guessing, but keep the Democrats guessing. Now, one final thing in my talking points that I want to put out there, and I think this is something you may find curious. Um, If you remember what's happening in Virginia, well, think about this, and I want to kind of touch on this tonight, actually. Virginia is kind of going overboard with the gun issue. I'm talking, the, you know, the politicians. Well, they always go overboard, don't they? Well, here's the deal. The politicians have kind of made it impossible not to think that this is what the Democrats envision. They envision a world with people disarmed. They want you and I completely unarmed, helpless, and dependent on law enforcement to protect us. Well, in some places where it's really rural and it takes a long time for the law enforcement to get there, well, you know what? If I were living in that kind of a situation, I would want the comfort of having my own weapon on hand just in case some idiot decides he's going to home invasion my ass. And you know what? I'm not going to put a bullet and kill him. No, 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 no. See, I will shoot to injure. I will make sure I shoot enough times to injure this poor bastard so that he understands you came in my house uninvited, trying to hurt me and my family, or at the very least to rob us and then maybe hurt us. But you're not going to walk out of here unscathed. No. See, that's the problem. The, the, the Democrats want us subservient to them. They want to turn us into sheeple. That's right. Well, this is complete and utter USDA choice. Ground, round, bullshit. That's right. It's genuinely choice for the Democrats of bullshit. So... Folks, let's face the reality on this. Huh? <laughs> if you live in a gun-friendly state, be grateful, truly grateful. For those of us who live in not-so-friendly gun states, those of you outside our state, 
please say a prayer for us. <laughs> please. Anyway, that's it for my talking points. A little mixed bag there of stuff. So here we go. The usual end of my talking points is this. Hashtag FFNOP. That's hashtag FFNOP. Trend this all over the world on social media right now. Please, I'd be grateful if you did. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Ah, yes. Time to get this into high gear, folks. Uh, tonight's broadcast is going to be just what is uh, <clears throat> the the base the base amount of hours uh, due to a doctor's appointment in the mor- early in the morning. I have to be off the air at 2 a.m. Eastern Time. There will be no overtime tonight because of that. So if you are going to join in, now would be a good time at 347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. Before I even take my first call of the evening... I need to address somebody openly on the air here in the that's in my chat room. I know he's kidding, I, but he he he's trying to make me sick to my stomach. He's trying to make me wanna barf. Rob, really accusing me of even remotely being a libtard. Are you trying to make me ill, sir? I certainly hope not. I don't feel like barfing all over God's green earth today. It's bad enough my sinuses are being temperamental. I have to uh, evacuate the sinus cavities again. This will be the fifth time since... The fifth time in less than... 15 minutes, and I've had to blow my damn nose. I'm telling you, my nose is getting so tired of being blown or evacuated of all the, in, the stuff inside her that my nose is going to sue me for damages. You know, a, no, 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 no. We don't. I'm getting tired of that stuff. I'm telling you right now. And I told him in the chat room that I I am insulted, I am deeply wounded, sir. That I that you would even uh, in a small way, jokingly of course, <laughs> imply that I've gone liberal. Out there. Well, then again, whoever says my prayer needs to read the real book. Life isn't fair, fucker. Get over. Written by none of your damn business. Well, on the phone line, let me try that again, folks. Uh, on the phone line with me are the the team of Texas Internet Radio host Mark, and of course that happy camper of a gun toter, gunslinger, both. Of the Lone Star State. Howdy, fellas. 
It's a balmy 67 degrees here. I love it. <laughs> well, there's uh, one thing on a serious note that i got to correct you in one of your talking point subjects there. When you said that... Um, you correct a person's opinion. Well, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quoting the law is what the law says, okay? When you said that you would just shoot somebody to wound them, okay? Uh-uh. No, 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 I was no, no. For example, I'm not. I'm not saying I would. I'm just. Well, I'm just saying that that, that when I took my concealed handgun license, that it was it was taught by a Dallas firearms instructor. Actually, taught Dallas cops, you know, firearms. You don't do that now. State by state may be a little different, but I know here in Texas, you shoot to kill. Okay, that's exactly what that dude said. You shoot to kill. Okay, because they can hold you. Legally liable, okay? You ever heard the old expression, a dead man no. tells no tales? <laughs> yeah, there Considering you go. where so, I'm in the state I live in, wounding the bastard would, is probably the only thing I could, I, I might be able to get away with. Actually, they, I think in your state, it would be, you would be charged with attempted murder, okay? Seriously, as crazy as your, those laws in New York are, okay? You might ask, uh, ask uh, Mike if he calls in, because he's carries okay <clears throat> which would be worse okay but i know i know for texas because i held texas chl okay you don't wound uh it's like you know if somebody years ago before they changed to the texas castle doctrine if you had to shoot somebody you better they better be in your fucking house okay if you shoot them outside your front door, well, you better grab them. That's what I said in my talking points, Gun. That that you know, if they come in, they home invade my house. Yeah. Well, they're taking a big risk, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, big risk. There ain't no doubt about that. But all I can say is for Texas, and I'd like to ask Mike that question too. But you don't, you don't wound down here. If you have to use it, God forbid, you got to use a damn thing. You have to. You don't shoot to wound. I mean, it would be nice, and then the libtards are going to look at it like, well, look, you you, 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 uh, you fucked that guy's life up. He won't be able ever to live now. We're going to sue you for $50 million. Flowers are cheaper, aren't they? <laughs> what a criminal's case would be poison ivy, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but believe it or not, it's in the, it's in the penal code. <laughs> well, you know, down in the state of Texas, uh, you know, of course, every state is different. You know, there's no doubt about that. <clears throat> now, I was kind of rushing through my talking points, so let me clarify what I was trying to impl- trying to impart. Uh, because of the state I live in, you know, even even shooting to injure the the person. Uh, is probably kind of pushing my luck a little or a lot, depending on, on the situation. But I look at it like this. If I can, if I can put the person down and have them wounded to the point where they can't, uh, you know, where they can't do any harm to me or my family inside my home, because they they broke into my house with the intention of doing one of two things or both, stealing from me or hurting us physically, or both, like I said. 
If I'm gonna, what what good is having a rifle if you can't put it to can't put it to use inside your home to defend your home? You know. Well, yeah. I, mean, I myself would take the risk of putting the per, of shooting the person in, in the leg or blowing his balls off so he can't contaminate the rest of the world with stupid, as opposed to uh, giving him a uh, giving him a dirt a, a dirt nap. You know, because let's face it. <laughs> I give him a dirt nap. I could end up getting charged with murder. Although with well, no bail, with no bail legislation, I get I, I I get out of I have a get out of jail free card. Well, yeah, that's true. But under like I said, <clears throat> under the law, and I've, I've did this. I've talked to an attorney because I'm a member of the Texas Law Shield. Okay, and Mike would know what that is. He's got probably something similar. And they said the same thing. He said if you have to use it, don't wound. Okay, because you will get into more legal trouble if you wound somebody. Okay, then if you damn right kill them. I know that sounds crazy, and those that sounds all you know that well kill them. Would you rather just wound them? No, and they come around and take everything I got and maybe put me in prison for it. No thanks. Uh uh-uh. No. So I got it from two sources. You know, attorney and a fire instructor, uh, range instructor, and they serious. I mean, they, 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 he didn't, these guys weren't kidding around. They, they fucking damn serious. So, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, I'm just telling you, but it, it doesn't matter whether it's a rifle, a handgun, or, or a BB gun. It doesn't matter. If it's in your home, it's in your home. But still, those rules would apply, okay? Even if, they, even if the guy's in your home, okay? Now, if you can, if he's coming at you with a knife or something or another gun or something, you shoot. You have no choice but to shoot to kill. Okay, that's a that's a split second decision. That unless you carry a gun on your person, you never will um, experience that. Okay, trust me, it's there. And you gotta you gotta look at it on both sides of the, of the coin. Okay, do I risk m- wounding somebody and could be charged with? Something worse than them not killing them in self-defense. You wound them, that's not self-defense, okay? You kill them, that's self-defense because you feared for your life. Well, ask Mike. I I, want to see what the New York law is on that, and I'm sure he he would know in New York. Well, what what would be the point of owning a a, a rifle or a handgun? If you're if 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 the intention is is to not use it, you know, yes, I understand. If you if it's a life or death situation, and you're left with no other choice, that's one thing. But if you can if you can squeeze off a couple of rounds and 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 incapacitate rather than have to kill them outright, great. But if that person leaves you no other choice. Then, well, you know, now, one thing that I haven't done in a while, and I, I want to do this before, um, I want to I want to do this before I you know go too far into the broadcast, folks. There are two ways you can help keep this broadcast alive. Uh, 
One of the quickest ways is through PayPal. The other way, of course, is, and you get something with the Firefox News Online logo on it even, is to go to our, our official e-store. So, let me uh, bring up the stuff here on the board. Uh, as soon as I find the right... There we go. Um, trust me when I say there there are some folks uh, who will look at this and go, hmm. And of course, I didn't have a chance to resize everything uh, because of fact that I don't normally use this one particular window and I'm going to have to work on that tomorrow after I get back from the doctors um, so here's the deal if you go to cafepress.com slash the FFNOE store that's cafepress.com slash the FFNOE store you can, in effect, yes, send, get, you know, look at that page and get yourself something really nice. And it also helps keep this broadcast afloat. Now, all the proceeds from the broadcast, from the, from the sale of the merchandise on this page, go right back into the broadcast to pay for a lot of the places that I got to pay for. It'll help keep us alive. And everything on the Cafe Press page, like I said, has the logo on it. So you get to show your pride if you're wearing one of our baseball caps or T-shirts or hoodies or sweatshirts or jerseys. Hell, if you're if you got a, if you if you work in an office where you've got a computer, of course every office has a computer. You can get the mouse pad. That's right. Why we even have the coffee mug. And, uh, by the way, for all of you uh, guys out there who have wives or girlfriends that kind of like the stuffed animals, you know, don't forget our our little official teddy bear. He's a cute little sucker. He's got that nice T-shirt on with the red and blue bow tie and the Firefox News Online logo on the T-shirt. Coffee mug is a 15-ounce coffee mug. That is microwave and dishwasher safe, and it is a cool way to show your loyalty to a broadcast that brings it to you straight forward and to the point. And trust me when I say we dropped the F-bomb here, so if you, if you haven't heard us do it before, eventually you will. But that's one way of doing it. The other way is to go to Cafe... Oh, I'm going to give the Cafe Press address again. Boing! Go to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. That's paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. If you just, if you just want to uh, donate directly to the broadcast, it is not, I must say this with all honesty, and I cannot stress this enough, this is not tax deductible. So don't think for a minute that you can deduct this on your taxes. Nope, can't do it. Sorry. 
So that's paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. Two great ways to put this broadcast on the map, or at least keep it on, on the air. Uh, the paypal.me slash Firefox News Online, um, you can you can decide on whatever amount you want to put, you know, you want to that you can afford to send. Now, with that said, if we can raise enough money to get a proper light package. I won't have to sit here every stinking day of the week trying to fix the lighting in this joint because I'm using three standing floor lamps to light this face. And believe me, it ain't easy. In fact, it's downright depressing sometimes, especially when I get little splotches on my forehead, like 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 right here. See, if you, for those of you looking on the on the camera. See what's happening to my to my to my hand here. See that little spl dark splotch. My hand disappears. See here, it's all disappearing. You can see through it. With a proper light package, I could actually avoid that. And I don't have to get an expensive deal. I can get a cheap uh, a cheap little package that will do better than these floor lamps. And trust me, that would be a blessing in disguise. So, there you have it. PayPal.me slash Firefox News Online or CafePress.com slash the FFNO eStore. Either way, you help keep us afloat. Okay, now that I've done the cheesy plug early, better get that out of the way. Makes sense to do that. Um, so, let me see here. Uh, hmm. Now, I also goofed on this. I am sending a friend the links to these pages, and I keep forgetting to include the other one, too. Oh, boy. Mark, how are you doing, buddy? George, I'm doing good, man. I'm driving home from the uh, distillery. I had my Thursday night residency show, so I thought I'd tune in and listen on the ride home. Cool. Uh, yeah, everything's going good. Can't complain, man. Another day alive, another day above ground. That's the way I look at it. Any day above ground's a good one. I uh, see Iggy Mom just popped into the chat room. Hello, Iggy. Good to see you. Now, if you're not on the phone lines with us, uh, grab your phones and dial the digits, 347-945-5747. Again, that's 
945-5747. You know, I have... I have to give the Democrats a lot of credit. They're dumber than I thought they were. Well, apparently the House passes a war powers resolution in rebuke of President Trump's actions against Iran. You know, last time I checked, he had the constitutional authority to take out an enemy of freedom, a terrorist actor who has who who has in the past caused the deaths of hundreds. Qasim Salmani was the badass little bastard that was behind the deaths of six hundred Americans. President Trump wasn't declaring war without Congress. I don't know why they th- why they're going so apezoid over that idea. I think they're they've, I think they've finally gone off the rails. So they passed this War Powers Resolution, and uh, I'm sorry, Congress, but y'all are nuts. Well, get a load of this. So the House of Representatives voted in favor of a war powers resolution meant to limit President Trump's military action toward Iran following an escalation in tensions between Washington and Tehran. The resolution passed 224 to 194, mostly along party lines, but both parties had some defectors. Eight Democrats voted against the measure and three Republicans voted in favor of it. Independent Representative Justin Amash, who left the Republican Party last year, also voted in favor of the measure. He was a rhino, that figures. We deserve the respect from the administration and that Congress deserves under the Constitution, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said on the House floor. The Constitution of the United States calls that there be cooperation when initiating hostilities. The resolution is non-binding, but is meant to reassert congressional authority and rebuke Trump's decision to take out Iranian General Qasem Soleimani in a drone strike last Friday while he traveled to an airport in Baghdad, Iraq. President Trump did not consult with congressional leaders ahead of the attack that killed the Iranian military leader and afterwards sent Congress a notification explaining the the rationale, but kept it classified. The resolution requires the president to consult with Congress in every possible instance before introducing United States armed forces into hostilities. Basically, They're trying to tie his hands as commander-in-chief.
The measure will also aim to handcuff Trump when it comes to future strikes. See, that's what, and, and, and this article agrees with that. Now, the resolution says that Congress has not authorized the president to use military force against Iran. I'm sorry. He was not trying to start a fucking war, you cocksuckers in Congress. Grow up from the fucking neck up already. Unbelievable. The measure directs the president to terminate the use of United States armed forces to engage in hostilities in or against Iran or any part of its government or military unless there is a specific blessing by Congress. So basically, he has to be like Oliver, going to Congress and saying, Please, sir, can we bomb the fuck out of Iran? Please, sir. Can we bomb the shit out of them? Yeah. Democrat from Michigan, freshman representative Alyssa Slotkin, who's a former CIA analyst and Pentagon official who served in Iraq, sponsored the measure. Wow. Not surprised. So, okay, let's get down to the brass tacks. Um, what is the, why, what is the basic reasoning, the rationale for doing this to the president? It's tying his hands, basically. It's not just with Iran, but in future endeavors. They are making it so that this country is defenseless, in a sense. I want to go to Mark from Texas Internet Radio uh, and see what he has to say about this. Because I'll tell you what, this is this is fucking wrong on every level. So, Mark, what do you say there, brother? What do you think of the situation with with this with this war powers nonsense? <clears throat> oh no. Please tell me this is not one of those nights where blog talk radio shit the bed again. Okay. Didn't. He must be busy because he's driving home. So, folks, you may hear, you may or may not hear it. Double. Uh, I think I think my Bluetooth picked up my. Uh... Stereo, what did you hear? Nothing. Nothing. Nope. All right. Nothing. Yeah. Well, let me start over then. 
it goes back to what we were talking about last night. They've got their fingers in so many pies all over the place that you're affecting their bottom dollar. Trump's affecting their bottom dollar with everything he does that they don't have control over. When it, you know, gas in the, in the Middle East, all their their vested interests, man, that they they got so many corrupt back end deals. All these politicians. That's why you had some defectors on the Republican side vote for the stupid damn thing. Because guess what? They're dirty. It hurt their pocketbook some way, somehow, or they got threatened by someone that funds them or greases their wheels. Man, it's all corruption, dude. Every bit of it's corruption. It has nothing. President Trump didn't do anything wrong. He did exactly what he's supposed to do as the president of the United States. And he does not need Congress's permission for these campaigns. They got so used to fucking Obama land, they're freaking out right now because Trump ain't playing their fucking game. That's that's what I think. Well, I, you know, that makes a lot of, that makes more sense than, that makes more sense than you can ever imagine, my friend. They're, they're trying to, because like I said, man, they're trying to tie his hands. They're trying to, um, they're trying to to put him in a position where if there's a guy like Soleimani out there ordering the execution of Americans or causing the deaths of countless U.S. personnel, well, to me, that person automatically becomes an enemy combatant and is an op- and it's open season on the motherfucker. So you want to you, – if you're in Congress and you want to tie the president's hands like this, saying that for every single action he, he wants to take, he has to go to Congress and say, please, please, Congress, can I shoot this, this terrorist combatant bastard? It's ridiculous. Mike's on the line with us from here in, here in the state of New York. Hello, no, he Mike. Isn't. No, he isn't. Well, then, then, you, then I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to a guy who sounds just like him. No, this is Fred. I'm related. I'm his second cousin on his mother's side. Oh, will you stop? <laughs> Fucking no! I just want to be clear about it. I haven't seen Mike. I've been looking for him all day. I, I, I thought I'd come in here and see if I could find him. If you guys seen him, but all right, fine. <laughs> Mike, you're a, you're a strange fellow, but you know what? We like uh, you. We think you're. Uh, it was a waste of money. Oh, good God. It was a. I will never buy any of your microphones used because then you have to soak them and clean them. It's going to be stuff all over them. <laughs> Fuck that. No, that's all right. I, you I, have I, a yard sale. Don't, don't worry. Don't let me. Know. <laughs> I'm not interested in any of that shit, but. This shit was progress was such a waste of time, waste of fucking money. It was a non-binding resolution, didn't accomplish a fucking thing instead of doing the work that they were set up to do. And the, the issue is dead, and they're still talking about it. Well, could there be war with, it's finished. Where the fuck have you been, idiot? This was done. It was a big game on, this, on the fucking Iranians' part. It was to save face. We said this and everything. What are you doing now? What are you wasting our time discussing? 
Well, we don't have anything else to write about in the media today, so we're going to discuss the possibilities of war. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm fucking with it. It's lost patience for all these fucking idiots. And then they said, well, we're going to curb his powers. Really? Okay. Go to the FFNO. I looked up some old shit from... One thing from back in, it goes back to 2014, and then another article that was done from last year that references the 2014 regarding is the FFNO. And this covers it really nicely and even mentions Obama. And, and it makes a point in here of, which is true, there's a legal difference between a state of war and an authorization to use military force. Big fucking difference, and they know it, but the American people are stupid, so they don't know it, so Pelosi can say whatever she wants and put her own headlines on it, and and it's not, it's involved, but it's not really that fucking involved, and if you read through it, it's not a huge article, but yeah, it makes sense. And this was a study that was, I'm going to put this out now, too, so that later on when you're, if you're sitting on the toilet, you want something to read, it's boring, and then you'll have this handy, and you can pick it up on your phone, and you can read through this. There's a study that's done with the differences and the constitutionality. I'm sitting on the throne reading. I'm going to read something a little more entertaining. No, don't get the ones with the fold-outs, because then with the girly things, don't do that. There's a safe way to... Constitution things. <laughs> well, there's another article that was, but I mean, even after skimming through this stuff, and then you look, go back to Pelosi and what Congress did today, and go, what the fuck are they doing? Who are they fooling? We should just round up everybody that is believing in this shit and and it's fooled by it, and send them somewhere else, not here in the U.S., send them overseas someplace. Get them out of here. Just get rid of them. They need their own yeah. little island. Go and send yeah, them to they their do. own. Yeah, they do. They really fucking do. Oh, while you're there, Mike, I wanted to ask you a, a carry question there, Mike, since you carry. Yeah, what? In the, in the state of New York, okay? I know Texas is different, but in the state of New York, what is the law, the actual penal code law, when it comes to wounding a person versus using deadly force? What would you the do? Minute you pull that, the minute you pull that trigger. In the, in the proper context, too, uh, in regards to, like, home invasion, if someone breaks into your home and they're inside your residence with the intent of either trying to steal from you trying to hurt you and your family in any in any way or both. Anytime you pull that trigger, it's use of deadly force in New York State. Yeah, that's what yeah. Kinda of like kinda of like it is here in Texas too. Because <clears throat> like I said, when I when I got my CHL, okay, I was instructed by a Dallas firearms instructor. They said, shoot to kill. If you have to pull that trigger, do not wound. You shoot to yeah. kill. Yeah. And this is from a Dallas police officer. 20-something yeah. years firearms training because they said that they could come back on you and you'd get in legal trouble. 
by doing by wounding somebody. I know it's I know it's it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two. Okay, sure, I would rather wound somebody not to take their life, but that could get me in super legal hot water. Let me tell you, especially here in Texas. So as I, I would assume that it was the same thing in New York. You know? It's very common in New York for family members to also sue. Yeah, and, you know, see, they could say that even though, and it's happened before, even though somebody went in to rob a store and had a gun in his hand and everything else, and he was killed. Well, then the family turns around and sues and says, you didn't have to use deadly force. Yep, so he end up throwing it out and stuff because, you know, this is obviously they, they were defending, they had the right to defend. Yeah, but. Right. That's just how fucked up the laws are, and that they allow it that they would even entertain a lawsuit like that. And that's very common here in New York. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just wanted to make sure it was clear that you don't you don't wound because you could get in more trouble, okay, legal trouble, okay, by wounding a person, okay. You would think that would be a good thing to do. I'll just I'll just shoot him in the fucking foot until the cops get here. Well, guess what? You're both going to jail, okay. You do that. It's got to be justified, and it's got to be for your fear of your life. They you can't tell you that. They can't <clears throat> tell you that officially. That right. you better shoot to kill. They won't tell you that officially. No, no. That's kind of a. That's kind of a. Um, you know. Well, I'll do it here. You know, take some friendly advice. Some friendly legal advice. Shoot to kill. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be able to read between the lines. You know. I just want to clarify that because, you know, because somebody would think that, well, yeah, I can just shoot him in the fucking foot and wait till the cops get out. No, 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 no. Uh, I haven't looked into enough today. Uh, another thing is this thing out of the Department of Justice, the uh, the investigation that they were doing into Hillary Clinton and the foundation, and because they split that investigation up. And uh, they took away from the one guy that was investigating the side of looking into whether the FBI did anything wrong and set that on a separate investigation. But they have a, the original investigation, which Trump was pushing for, was looking into if Hillary and the Hillary and the Clinton Foundation and if there was any funny business with the uranium one and everything. Did you hear the outcome came out today? Apparently they found nothing definite, nothing worthwhile that they could charge anybody with. So now the liberals are crowing. They're like, see, look, they wasted money. Look, there was nothing. We said it all along. There was nothing. I'm like, shit, are you kidding me? I would have, I would have believed that they would have found something. I don't know what articles are about that out there, but I didn't read into it in depth. But that was kind of, I was sad about hearing that. That's 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 fucking bullshit. Yeah, and that is bullshit. Pushed more. Maybe they were too busy talking I mean, about personally, stupid vote. I mean, personally, Hillary did, you know, Hillary violated uh, State Department regulations, put national security at risk by using that homebrew server of hers. And you mean to tell me that there's no, nothing legal they can do about that? Uh, yeah, I didn't like 
anything crazy about that. But uh, like I said, I haven't read the article on it to see, or articles about it to see what happened with it. That sucked. Ooh. Oh. I was looking at those articles and I didn't see uh Suzette and Rob calling in. Hello, California. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Suzette. How you doing, Suzette? Hi. I'm doing all right, thank you. Um, Mike, what was it there was a report that had come out before about Hillary. Is it what I didn't hear you as far as what report this was? The investigation the Department of Justice was doing uh, on Hillary, the foundation, and the uranium one, if anything was done improperly in Congress or any funny business with it, they found that there was nothing definite that they could put their finger on to charge anybody with. So it wasn't the IG? Uh, No, it was the Department of Justice, the IG, this latest investigation that they were doing. That's what sucks. Um, I, I wish they had... I'm convinced that there was something there, but they didn't find anything. Right. It also depends on what they were looking for, what their scope was. Right. Yeah, that, that's that. That's the the one problem with this. If they didn't broaden the scope of their investigation, if they were limited in scope, then of course they're not going to find anything. Right. If they were only looking at Uranium One, then they weren't looking at anything to do with her, um, you know, with her servers or any of that shit. And they were just looking at the Uranium One deal. Maybe that's what it was going on. I don't know. But they mentioned that in the Clinton Foundation. They said, you know, if if the Clinton Foundation benefited in any way from that deal with the Uranium One, that's maybe that was what they was looking at. I don't know. I've got it. Like I said, I haven't read into the articles that are out, but I'm sure there's stuff out there on it. Well, if there's that twenty if there's twenty different things there that they look at, but they only look at one, oh, there's nothing there, but yet there's nineteen other things that really did happen. Oh yeah, the, yeah, there we go. Ooh, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. You know the old thing goes. <laughs> yeah. What 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 about the 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 issue with Benghazi? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Maybe that wasn't part of that investigation. See what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like yeah. and it should have been. You know, so this basically clears her of the uranium one shit, and that's bizarre to me. Yeah, I agree. It is rather bizarro. Oh, uh, did you hear the other news there today? They uh, confirmed that that, air, that airliner was shot down. Yeah, told you. Told you, didn't I tell you? Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, was shot down. And I was listening to Trudeau tonight in his speech, well, the speech that he made today, and uh, at least two, three reporters tried their best to put the blame on the United States and get him to say something against us. Do you feel that this, uh, the fact that it was shut down, shot down, was? Uh, because of the American actions of uh, killing this, uh, the drone strike, and it was a result of this? 
And they said, we don't have enough information or anything to start laying the blame. Or I forget what his words were, but he dodged it. He did not want to say anything about that. And all of his responses were all dodged. He was, he's kind of like a fucking limp-wristed, fucking no balls. I, I don't know what to make of him. I wouldn't want him as my uh, president, I'll tell you that. But that's me. Um, and then he had his, I don't know who the guy is, standing behind him with the turban. I don't know if that was his chauffeur. Or maybe his his valet. I don't know. There was a guy standing behind him with a turban. Um, maybe he's part of the government. I don't know. But anyways, uh, they said that the Iranians agreed to let the Ukrainians have access to the black boxes, but they will not release them. That's interesting. Yeah. You know why they don't release them? Because it's going to they're, 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 you're going to hear the pilot saying missile inbound. Well, yeah, why, why are they why are they letting the Ukrainians see the evidence if there is evidence there? But there is evidence. I mean, from satellites and everything, they've got they've got uh, evidence that the radar tracking was turned on, and they got two blips headed up, and so they got it. They, they they you know they've got the proof. I didn't, I so, didn't hear and, about the uh, the two bogeys or the blimps coming yep, up there yet. Oh, yep. there you go. Yeah, there they, you go. they tracked it. They got radar tracking radar going on, and but but for them to say even that the U.S. was involved with this, this comes down to their incompetence in Iran, not us. Is, yep. The country was on a war footing. They have incompetent people running their fucking equipment, so it was a mistake they made on their end. They were the ones that ramped up the fucking rhetoric and everything else. And we're going on a war for and getting ready to send missiles against, or they did send the missiles already. So, yeah, that was the case. So this is on them, not on us. You know, we're defending ourselves and, and taking care of our citizens by taking this guy out on Iraqi soil. It had nothing to do with the airport in Tehran or in Iran. We weren't attacking Iran. This was totally on them. But the reporters were trying to flip it over and make it like it's our fault. Well, it's not our fault. I'm, I'm sorry they're incompetent. It's, uh, that's not our fault, but that's they're incompetent. And also, you're flying in and out of basically a country that it's a war zone. Where you're going, so your life is in your own hands here. This is on you. You know, they knew there was an issue before that plane landed. It might take off. So the incompetence, maybe the Iranian government is at fault for not notifying their SAM bases, their their Russian-made anti-air bases that were close by, that no, you're by a major airport and there are international flights taking off. Don't target them. Yeah, no shit. So this is on them, not on us. If you want to play like the big boys and you want to play at war, you better be fucking be ready for it. You know, otherwise it's the equivalent of taking Fred, Fred Flintstone and putting him in a uniform. Saying, here, here's a button. Take a caveman and fucking, there you go. People come with the mentality of idiots from the fucking medieval days, all of a sudden, and, and you're going to let them try to function in today's world? Uh, didn't work.
Well, <clears throat> I, I I agree with uh, with the with, you know, with the comments regarding the uh, strangeness of this. How they'll let Ukraine look at the black box, but why only Ukraine? Because the plane was was put the was a Boeing plane was was a plane built by Boeing. They should have been allowed to look at this in, this in, this uh, black box too. It's 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 useless to even d- discuss. Like Trudeau brought that up, and I said to say, what the fuck is he wasting everybody's time talking about? Well, the the engines for the plane were made in France, so the French should be involved. No, they shouldn't. You already got fucking evidence that two missiles were set up. Who gives a fuck what what fabric was used on the seats? I don't care about that. Nobody else cares about that. Well, what You're trying to deflect and confuse us now. We we don't need to know. Yeah, what, well, you know what, what, what type brand, of drinks were served? Yeah, what type of paint brand was paint the plane was painted with? Yeah. What the fuck? You know? Yeah, that's what he brought. It, he brought it up. He said, "Well, the engines were made in France, so France should be involved." No, they shouldn't. Who gives a fuck? You got evidence of two missiles being set up. That's the problem now. That's where the problem is. Not where the engines were made or anything else. And also innocent civilians died on it. So now, you know, so I don't know. It's it's unbelievable. It's just it's part of the, the deflect game that liberal politicians and that's what he is, Trudeau. He's a lib. No. And then somebody said, well, President uh, Trump said that is a, a rough neighborhood. What do you feel about his comment? They were trying their best to get anything anti-Trump out of Trudeau. And Trudeau said, I'll let his words stand on their own. He was very fucking careful. And good for him. That's a smart move, little boy. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, I almost passed out tonight. I never did that before. That was a scary feeling. Oh? Yeah. What happened? I went to go to the market and, you know, pick up like I usually do. And in the back of the loading area is a freezer, a big walk-in freezer. And that's normal. I go open the freezer door, and, and I go in, and I go, and, you know, and collect what they put aside for me there. And uh, But anyway, I opened up the door, and I walked in, and I took one breath, and I went, whoa, what the fuck? And then I took a second, and my lungs felt funny. And then I started to feel, like, dizzy, like sick, like nauseous. And I'm breathing more, and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Something's really wrong. This isn't... Yeah, that's weird. I, what, the, what the hell's going on in here? What is this? I didn't taste anything. And I figured, okay, maybe there's gas. Something's... Maybe the, the, the Freon or something. Maybe there's a leak in the freezer. I get, and then I started really feeling f- messed up. And I, I said, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And the door's starting to shut. And I said, oh, man. So I turned around and got out of there quick and and, uh, and I started walking around in the back I was by myself and I'm trying to keep myself alert and, and I was slapping my face and 
And I felt nauseous. I was like, what the hell did I just breathe? What the? And then the manager came in the back and said, Mike, what's up? And I said, I think you got a coolant leak or something in that freezer. I went in and I started and he said, your lungs felt funny, didn't they? I said, yeah. What? He said, same thing happened to me. He said, I can't go in any of the, any of the walk-in freezers in, in the market right now. And I said, from what? Apparently, they're changing the main um, the transformers for the whole shopping center. And they're shutting down all the power at 11 o'clock an hour ago for all of the stores. And the power is going to be off for like 10 hours or something. So what the market did was they ordered $5,000 worth of dry ice. And they had sheet plastic over all of the refrigerators. And they packed dry ice in with everything. And all the extra dry ice, they stored them in those freezers. Uh, I didn't know that. That's what the the fuck it was. Yep, yep. That's what it's made out of. Oxide. Yeah, I didn't know that shit. That doesn't do any permanent damage to you, though. It just suffocates no. you, right? It'll suffocate you if you stay in there, obviously. Yeah. But once you get out in the fresh air, it's you know it's it dissipates. Wow, that was a weird feeling, well, man. That was guys, scary. Hang on, everybody. I've got a caller from the six one nine area code uh, calling in. Six one nine area code. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hi. Hi. Howdy. Yo, yo. How are you guys? We're doing fine. Who's this? This is Becky. Hi, Becky. Hello, Becky. So I just came into the conversation, so I would like to know what you guys are talking about, and I think it has to do with, what, Iraq? That's one of the many things we Huh? That is one of the topics we're one of the many topics we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Well, my son's on standby to go to Iraq. Um, I am a former military Marine wife of uh, 30 years. Recently went thank through a divorce. And thank you, but um, but yeah, um, we had every right to shoot down, take out that terrorist. You're right. You're not going to get any argument here. We're all on your side. Yeah, Trump is absolutely right. I haven't talked to my son since Saturday night, so I don't know if he's still in the States or if he's in Iraq. I don't know. Well, depending on what unit, and don't say what unit he's with on the air. But no, 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 unit, no, no, yeah, I won't. Depending on, I won't. you know, because you got you got OPSEC, you know the deal. And, right, uh, but exactly, de- de- exactly. But depending on depending on what unit, sometimes they send them first into another country and they leave them there, and their main unit will be right stationed at that other country, and then they right. rotate them in and out. Right. Right. So, you know, and. Yeah, I'm not going to say nothing like that. Right, no. Right, right, right. Yeah. But no, we, had, we had every right because we do not want 
this to turn into another Benghazi. No. Well, also, that man was responsible for all of the enhanced IEDs that killed and, and maimed a lot of our soldiers, and he got away with it with the other administrations. This administration, he didn't get away with it. He paid for That's it. That's right. We have this a great president. Yeah, we do. And he's this, a great this, commander-in-chief. Yeah, he, he did the right thing, and, and even though the liberals, it doesn't fit their little sense of uh, – the world should be a utopia and everybody plays together. No, it doesn't work like that. Right. So, no, he did the right thing. We're, yeah, we're all on the same page here. Right. Yeah, and I'm calling from uh, Temecula, California. We can get you out of there. We can send people to get you out of there. If you need help, we can... Street. We can, yep, that's it. We you can know, get both of you a, guys out. a lot of my <laughs> friends in California, we all support Donald Trump. They're not going to talk about you. And Becky, by the way, Suzette but do I want to live in the state of California? No, I don't. I do want to move out of the state of California, mm-hmm. but because of my divorce and all of this from a military and you know what it's really sad because I have so many of my girlfriends that have been long-term marriage not like Lance Corporals PFCs or anything like that but um, I was a 19-year Marine wife Um, another girlfriend 34 years active duty service, uh, married to a colonel, um, uh, well, well, yeah, out of high school and stuff like that. But they are all suffering from PTSD. That's why I got a divorce. It's a very big matter. Yeah. Becky, uh, Becky, uh, Becky, on, uh, on the call with us is a, a girl from her name is Suzette, and she is also from California, and she's very, very close to you. As a matter of fact, if you look out your window, you'll see Suzette in the street waving at you right now. That's Suzette. <laughs> Suzette, wave. Hey. <laughs> Hi. What part of California Hi, are you from? I'm in Ontario. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, we're very close. We are. <laughs> see, I told you that's her in the street. You can see she's waving. <laughs> the nice, the nice thing about about Firefox News Online is we can bridge the gap between state and state, or street and street, or town and mm-hmm. town, depending on how you want. Except uh, when, yeah, I have except when people people call in from other countries like that guy from Mongolia that time and none of us had any idea what he was saying but it was an interesting language but it was fun it was okay it's a <laughs> yeah oh, i was a marine wife for, uh, during desert storm okay hate. yeah my husband my soon to be ex-husband he was with desert storm he was also with beirut and then um iraq and when he came back from iraq no no, he he's he was never the same. But I just put up with a lot of stuff, and and now I'm getting a divorce, 
and but it's all good. It's all good. He's at Camp Lejeune mm-hmm. area, okay. mm-hmm. and I'm back on the West Coast, and I'm going through a really nasty divorce that's been going on for two and a half years. Oh, sorry, sorry to hear that. that. Wow. We yeah, because he doesn't want to pay me. Oh. We were at Pendleton, and then uh, from Pendleton, we went to H.M. Um, Smith, a lot of wife. We were there for oh, okay. a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. My Marine. son is a Marine, mm-hmm. and but right now, I don't know where he's at. Um, so he's been with First Recon, Second Recon. He's mm-hmm. been with Marine Raiders. And at Camp Pendleton and also Camp Lejeune. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, last time I talked to him was on Saturday. And so it's all good. Well, Becky, um, I have a first sergeant. He is a first sergeant. Cool. Mm-hmm. So right. um, I'm, you have I'm you know sure he's, he's probably looked gone. after. Yeah, right. In your heart, you know he's being looked after. He's not right. Like like other troops right. during the other administration under Obama, where they were on their own. Not now. Well, you know, I had a lot of friends that retired under the Obama administration, yep. and when they got their retirement papers, they wiped their asses with it. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I believe it. <laughs> because they didn't, no, they, they didn't like it. No need to apologize. Believe me, I. You will find that many of us here on the broadcast fully understand, and 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 we and we agree with you. <laughs> okay, a, thank you. He was the yeah. They wiped their retirement paper. papers with their asses and threw them in the trash. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was when we were of, at Camp Lejeune, uh, when I was at Camp Lejeune, or Lejeune. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Uh, I have a message for you from one of my chatters. Uh, she, uh, she goes by the handle Iggy Mom in the chat room, and mm-hmm. Iggy Mom says, know that, that he, your son, uh, is in our prayers, along with all our military and uh, you know, I am, you. I am I am I am 100,000% supportive of our military personnel. I have uh, I come from an army family. Uh, my father was a PFC in World War II with the Army Air Corps. My brother was U.S. Army mm-hmm. in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oldest nephew, uh, U.S. Army. During the 90s, and of course, uh, I have two cousins. Can one served you? in Vietnam, uh, who was he, he was a Marine. I have another mm-hmm. Marine cousin who is serving. Uh, I believe the last his last posting was Quantico. So, uh, when it comes to when it comes right down to it, you know, all of us who are who are military families, and, and I'm pri- I'm prior service with the State Defense Force here in New York, uh, called the New York Guard. Oh wow. I served with Georgia. the State Defense Force uh, during 9/11. Uh, oh, okay. Two tours. Yeah, my the, son went. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I need I need to interrupt you. Sorry, 
But yeah, when my it's son right. was um, 9-11, he was in boot camp. And all he was told was America was attacked. And then when my son graduated from boot camp, all he wanted to do when he got out of boot camp was watch TV because he did not know what part of America was attacked. And that was with when he was at MCRD San Diego. Wow. Yeah. When when nine eleven happened, I was um, I was I st- I stayed the night at a friend's place. Mm-hmm. And if you're familiar with the with the World Trade Center towers, they had a restaurant yes. called Windows on the World. And I at had heard top. at the time that they served a brunch, mm-hmm. a nice brunch, and uh, I saved up a ton of money to take a friend of mine as a late birthday present, early Christmas gift, to Windows on the World Restaurant the morning of 9-11. We were all set to get on the train and head down early in the morning so we could be there, but we overslept. When I opened my eyes, I I didn't even have my glasses on my face yet. And I turn on the TV and I see, my eyes are a little blurry, so I'm looking at the TV, I'm going, why are they showing the towering inferno on a Tuesday morning? Right. When I finally put my glasses on, I saw the Channel 2 News logo for live, and I saw it was the World Trade Center burning. I was like, oh, my God. And I, I, I slept on the couch, and my friend's bedroom was on the other side of the wall, and I started slapping the wall, and I said, Ray, are you seeing this? And he's like, yeah. Well, I don't, by the way, for anyone who is brand new to the military services, regardless of branch, do not make the same mistake I made. I goofed big time. Instead of calling my first sergeant, I called the commanding general of the New York Guard in a panic. Oh, my gosh. What radio is it? Well, the the commanding general was he was, a, he was at the time he was a real cool guy he was very cool about it he understood fully you know that we were the whole nation was 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 in a in a state of shock right and all he said to me was do you have your uniforms with you I said yes sir he says and you got your gear with you I said yes sir he says okay get in your uniform and get and get to the base whatever now normally speaking for anyone who's ever who's never donned a uniform. For the military, right, right. We had to have, we had to make sure that our boots were bloused proper, seamed straight, the whole nine yards. I, it would take at least ten minutes to make sure everything was proper. I did it in less than five minutes. I was dressed and and and, char- and charging out the door in less than five minutes of getting off the phone with the general. But like I said, yeah. I don't recommend calling the, the higher-ups uh, in a panic. Never a good idea. Right. But I served tours of active duty with the New York Guard at that time. And uh, as my friend Mike will attest to, uh, the base in question, I'm not going to say the location. Right. Uh, but suffice to say, it was a sea of... Trucks, equipment, the works. I mean, yeah. I was a military police officer. I, I, I remember seeing all this equipment coming in. I even got my pictures. I even had, because I was the unit photographer, 
I had somebody take my camera and snap a picture of me with my with with, um, with a couple of officers, a warrant officer, and we were standing mm-hmm. in front of a Hemet. And to this day, I look at those pictures, and I I remember this one picture I took. It showed a row of of vehicles and equipment lining the road on either side, going straight down through uh, the base. Right. And it was it was right. just amazing. And the amount yeah. of, uh, of George, soldiers George's coming through is, in any given time know, George, was incredible. George's family has George's family has a long history going way way back. He had a great great great, I think it was grandfather or something on his mother's side. He was a midget, but you might have seen him in some of the pictures. He played drums for oh, one of the Civil War, <laughs> one of the Civil War <laughs> units. It was a, it was a little guy, it looked like a little kid, but it was actually a midget. He was fifty-six <laughs> years old. But he was a cute son of a gun. I gotta tell you that. You get me. He was a. You know what? (laughs) Yeah, I I should probably share a picture. My son Randall. He was at MCRD San Diego. He was on his second drill field. As a drill instructor, with um, Mad Dog Mattis. Oh no kidding! Oh, for crying out loud! Yep. Shaking his wow. hand. Yep, Mad Dog Mattis. My son is shaking Mad Dog Mattis's hand. Incredible. Yep. I remember uh, when we were finally able to uh, go off base and whatnot, I remember going down to New York City to Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. All military personnel, first responders, got to go into Grand Central Terminal. Not Grand Central mm-hmm. Terminal, uh, the uh, Madison Square Garden, where they had a free concert for all of us mm-hmm. who, who were serving at the time. And I stood center floor of the Madison Square Garden arena, and I looked up at that incredible sight, and I thought to myself, my God. And I looked around at all the, the men and women in uniform, and I got to meet a yeah. lot of great men and women uh, in, in services that day. I met people from the Navy, the Air Force, the Army, the Marines. I had this one Marine uh, yeah. who, walked, who walked up behind me and said, uh, who are you with? And I, I, when I turned to face him, he saw the tape that said New York Guard on it, and he goes, hey, I've heard of you guys. Thanks a lot for what you do, man. And I said oh. at the time, because I, 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 I always downplayed my service for whatever reason. I don't know at the time. But I looked at him right. and I said, look, man, you guys, you have the hardest job of, 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 than, yeah. than I do. What I do is is minuscule compared to what you and your fellows do. So – you know, and he he looked at me and he he snapped me up. He actually snapped me up. He said, "Soldier, don't ever minimize your service. Don't right. ever do that again. That's the worst right. thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you clean a latrine or if you're driving a tank. That's right. Whatever you I think do, I, that's I, your job. I think Big Bird died. Big Bird died, didn't he? 
that presentation you guys went to, that big concert. He was uh, that was a I remember that it was a big Sesame Street concert that they had for you guys. Oh, but you? I think Big, big Bird <laughs> died now. That was that was like, you know who <laughs> you know who is probably one of the best military supporters is Gary Sinise. Yes, I met him at Camp Lejeune, and he does extraordinary work for our military. He does. He should have been given uh, the award of, like, Man of the Year award from Newsweek and everything. He should have been recognized for that, but they didn't. That's right. Lieutenant Dan and the Lieutenant Dan Band. So they gave it to Greta Thunberg or whatever her name was, that idiot. I'll tell you something, Becky. I would love to meet Gary Sinise face-to-face. I would, because I would take his hand. Thank him hugely. Yeah. Right now, he is doing – he's also building homes in the Hemet, California area for our wounded warriors. Hmm. He is amazing. I met him in at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, a few years ago, and his Lieutenant Dan band. But he is and phenomenal. And he just took all these children from, um, you know, from um, families, the wounded from the families. Yes, that lost. Yeah. Their fathers, mothers, or whatever, but took them to Florida for Disney World and Disneyland. Oh wow, that is a that yep. is awesome. Yep, that is awesome. Paid for their flights, paid for everything. You know, if if more people like like Gary Sinise. Would would come out mm-hmm. and and do stuff like that, you know. It, it would it, mm-hmm. it would be a, it would be great. But mm-hmm. uh, sadly, there there are so many Hollywood actors that right. don't. They they are. Excuse me for saying it like this. I mean this this broadcast is rated PG thirteen for a reason because we drop the f bomb on occasion. So I don't want to. Right. Uh, I right. don't want you to think that you know we're being vulgar, you know, because we want because we because we can. It's just the way it comes out. Right. But some right. of these Hollywood types are nothing more than pieces of shit. That, right. Honestly, you know what? Put each and every one of these Hollywood actors in a uniform. Put them in a right. hot spot. Yeah. And let them experience just one time, just one right. time. What our men and women yep. in uniform have to go through on a regular basis, and I guarantee right. those actors will shit their pants. Yep. Playing a that's soldier why in a movie I will not, is all well and good. Yeah, that's why you experience it yourself. You ain't done shit. Right. That's why I will not support the new Top Gun movie because of what Tom Cruise said. Back in the day, oh, 
going to Hollywood to make a movie is like going to Afghanistan. What do you know about going to Afghanistan? My son was in Afghanistan. My son has been in Syria. My son has been in Iraq twice. You you don't even have a clue. All you know is, quote, quote, this is what I've heard. The guys come in the back door. You're gay. You just can't yep. come out and admit it. Yep, they're making a lot of money. Yeah, and, and I and will not go his, and see Top Gun 2. No. I won't. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Yeah. You don't know what my, uh, yeah, my son, my son, when he went to Iraq, when he came back, he was so messed up. He was so messed up. And I took him to UCLA and paid for it out of my pocket so the military wouldn't know. And I probably shouldn't say that, but I did. And that's what saved him because I went to his apartment in Oceanside and he, I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and he had a Glock at my head. Yeah. My, uh, so. my older sister was married to a Vietnam veteran and before he died, before he died, he would have flashbacks to Vietnam. Right. One day I went over to, to see my nieces and nephews. You know, they were little at the time. And I went over to see them. And I walked into the living room to say hi to John. And John grabbed me. I mean, he, the guy grabbed me so hard and so fast, we, he, I slammed into the floor. And he said, keep your head down, keep your head down. And he was, he was, he was literally in that flashback. Back to Vietnam, mm-hmm. and, and I was scared. I'll tell you right now, I was scared out of my wits. The only thing I could think of was tell him it's all clear. Yeah. The enemy's pulled yep. back, all clear. Yeah. When my sister came in, she saw what was going on. She didn't say two words. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself, because she didn't know what happened. That's the, the irony of this. And I don't even rem, I don't remember off the top of my head if I even told her. But John had this look in his eyes. You know, it's yep. like a, a look I had never He's seen there. in a person's eyes before. He was yep. gone. He was, he was, he was in yep. – for all intents and purposes, he was back in Vietnam. Yep. Okay? Yep. And – what what really scared me the most was I was afraid for you know for my nieces and nephews I was afraid for my sister. But he didn't have any more flashbacks after that. And for me to have to exp- to have experienced that firsthand, to yeah. have someone grab me the way he did, I mean, 
he grabbed me with both hands and shoved me right down to the floor from a standing position. Well, you know, you know, it's, it's the same thing like that it happened to me back in we back when I was a senior in high school. I was I was part of the police explorers for little towns here. Okay, and just back a long story short, the, the guy that was doing it was a he's a police officer and he was an ex Vietnam vet, right? And we went on this camping trip. You know, high school kids. You know, just you know, seventeen years old. Okay, you know, don't have a care worth a flip. And we was at this camping site there, and one of my buddies there made a bow and arrow, okay, out of twigs, okay? You could snap it, okay, just like a toothpick. And the kid there, my buddy there, he just pointed it at Joe. Joe Horn was his name. He pulls out a forty-five, cocks it, and he says, you drop it or I'll drop you to a 17-year-old kid. And we're looking at each other. His wife freaks out. And you could see – I've seen that look. Yeah, the look that you're talking about, oh, my God. He was he was fixed to kill that fucking 17-year-old kid, okay? And that's flashback. I, yeah, whoa, wow. I'm going, whew. We never went camping again. Hmm. I'll tell you something. Yeah. For anyone who's well, ever know. had a family member go through go that, it's it can be the scariest thing in the world. It is. Yeah, um, it is. I, I, and I, my heart goes out to many of the uh, veterans – uh, who, who went through Iraq and went through Afghanistan even, you know, that yeah. they're dealing with PTSD so severe yes. that, you know, it's, you, that's you just why don't, I'm getting, you don't know that's why I'm going through a divorce because I couldn't take it no more. It's hard for any family member, spouse, children, it's 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 the most difficult thing in the world to to have to to try and deal with, and at some point right. you have to ask yourself, what can I do for them? It's it, My it's goes, a decision I never want to have to make myself, but if right. I felt that my life and the life of my children was was at risk, and my wife was a was a veteran of say Iraq and she was going through PTSD and all this other stuff and she was having those kind of uh, flashbacks to the point where, you know, God forbid she, you know, she could do something to harm us or even, you know, you know, injure us or, or worse, kill us. I yeah. would want her put, put in a place where she could get help. I, I, would, right. I would sign her in, in a heartbeat because it's right. the most, it's the, it's the only humane thing we can do for our loved ones. Right. But there and, and I don't say that, Becky, believe me, I don't. But they're adults and they have rights, and we can't just do that. Um, when my um, husband, well, my soon-to-be ex-husband, when he got back from Iraq and we went out to dinner, everything was great. I'm in the garage, and he comes downstairs with a gun pointed to his head. And I, I called 911, and then he took off. And the cops thought, the Riverside County Sheriff, they thought they were following him down to Camp Pendleton, and it was the wrong car. Then they find him in a grocery shopping market parking lot, and he's just sitting there in, like, 
awe. And I was like, oh, I mean, this was back in 2000 in, what, four. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I And I told him, he just got back from Iraq. He is suffering from PTSD. And But he would never, ever get the help. Now he works for the VA. He retired out of the Marine Corps at 30 years in 2008. And, but you never got the help. These commands, what they do is they put them in a squad bay or a theater and your CO and your XO is there. Who's going to raise their hand? Are you having problems? My son didn't do that. My son was just horrified because he was like, Mom, I had to shoot children because they were suicide bombers. And I'm, and I'm like trying to process this. Unless you've been in the, in, the, in the position that your son was in, there is no way, absolutely no way, you can, you can fully understand the gravity of the situation that he dealt with. Right. I mean, exactly. I, I, I don't mean to minimize it. And I, if I sound like I'm minimizing it, I'm, I apologize. No, you're not. But the, the, the stark reality is we, we, none of us, no human I being want him ever here. understand it fully. Yeah, I want my son here than them, but oh my god, you had to kill the child. But they were but but that's what they do in Iraq. They put they're, they're suicide bombers. But I'll I will tell you a good thing that happened when my husband, my soon to be ex-husband, um was in Iraq, they adopted an Iraqi child because the whole family was gone. And his gunny was like, I'm taking this child back to the United States. But you don't hear that in the news because the whole family was gone. Was he able to do it? Did they let him do it? I was going to say yes. that would be, <laughs> it's usually a lot of red tape. They did? They did allow him to do it? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that was when he was with uh, First Meth. Um, yep, First Meth out of Camp Pendleton. Hmm. Jim was out, uh, he was uh, with the Fifth Med, but uh, then they later changed to, to MAV or from Marine Amphibious to Marine Expedition. It's Marine Expeditionary Force. Mm-hmm. That's where my ex-husband was. And he got yeah, to meet and the he president. was there in 2000 and, uh, um, 2004. He was there in... And then when he retired out of, out of Camp Johnson at Camp Lejeune in 2008, then he went... Um, then he started working for the VA. But in the hospital side. Yeah. 
I think I, I think that for for anyone um, anyone listening and watching uh, via the video platforms, I think the the one important thing that I could ever impart to you, the one suggestion I could ever give you, and this comes from the heart. If you if you no, have a family know. member. If you have a family member that served, and uh, hello, I can hear you guys. The 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 sad reality is, we don't. Many of us don't know what to do, but there are resources available to spouses and children of soldiers that you, that you can draw upon and be able to at least in some way uh, have someone to talk to because the sad reality is uh, while the soldier suffers, so does the family. Watching our loved ones go through what they're going through is the most difficult, the most painful thing we can ever have in, have in our lives. And it can, it can affect us in ways uh, that some of us don't even want to talk about. And my hope my sincere hope and prayer is that if you are watching and listening to this broadcast, whether live or in archive, take this suggestion to heart. Seek out through military channels, if you're a military family, seek out through, your, through family associations, if there is such a thing, for family members. Talk to someone. Don't hold it in. Don't Try to be the, the brave wife, husband, <coughs> son, or daughter. The bravest thing you can do is to talk to someone. Because at the end of the day, you may not be able to do something for that loved one who's experiencing severe PTSD, severe depression, because of what they saw and what they had to do in combat. But you can help yourselves. And right now, the most important thing for you is to seek out that kind of help. Do not try to, to do it alone. Okay? If, if, if I, I learned help. nothing from, from, the, from, from seeing my brother-in-law go through what he went through, if I learn nothing from even my own experience, I got to tell you, and, and I, didn't, I don't think I've ever said this on the air before. In the days after 9-11 happened, I focused on, my, on the missions, but I held everything in. 
I wanted to let it out. I wanted to just sit down and talk to someone. But I was trying to be the brave soldier. I was trying to be that that brave person. Because I had a job to do and I had I had guys that followed my lead. Well, Jesse, when you do I didn't hear want from to fall him, apart please from call him. in. Please call in and let us all know that he's safe when you do hear from him. And eventually you will. I'm sure he'll contact you and let you know that he's you know, that everything calmed down and he's in place and everything's fine. You know, right. in the meantime we'll keep him in our prayers and, and Thank and you. Thanks for his service. So yeah, definitely let us know. Now, on another note, on a different than a military note, how many people in your neighborhood speak English? How are you guys up there? Are you inundated? I mean, has uh, Sacramento uh, resettled uh, a lot of people into your area, or is it still an American city? Becky. Oh, oh, oh no, no, I'm not in Sacramento. <clears throat> oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm saying I'm, yeah. where you live, where you live, has Sacramento issued orders to resettle all the people? I mean, how many? I mean, that's why I was joking when I said, uh, do they still speak English in the area where you are? Is it heavy uh, with minorities where you are? Have you seen a lot of uh, liberal, liberal influence in the voting? And there's a lot of Mexicans. For, yeah, there's a lot of Mexicans here. Right. But we're close to the border. Right. But I am, I stand for build the wall. Right. Have you heard any, you a know, lot of the locals we, that are we, still we, left we, up there fighting for that wall? Huh? Or is, is there a lot of support for a, a lot of the locals that are up there still supporting the wall idea? Or? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. On um, I, I belong to different private groups. For my city, yep. and yes, they do support building that wall, and I support building that wall. Now, the local government around there is it mostly a lot of Hispanic that have, have been voted into office, or uh, yeah, it's a lot of Hispanic in this area. Yeah. So your enemies, uh, they I'm sure they're not thrilled with you. Well, you know, I yes, I'm Hispanic, but I do support building the wall. Absolutely. Right. We blog talk no, but radio. You're, you're you're Hispanic, but you're not an illegal alien. And a lot of these a lot of these towns and cities now they cater to the illegals and they, they give them a lot of preference over people that have been here, lived here, been brought up in a certain area, grew up here. It's, and it's a shame. Which makes you an enemy of the local government, where they they don't want to hear your opinion. They don't care. They want what they want. Uh, we see it. Look what's happening in San Francisco and Los Angeles with the homeless people and everything else. They cater to everybody. I mean, the liberal. So if you've got a liberal local government, I I don't know. I hope everything's okay where you are. I mean, it's a constant fight. Um, hey, no, um, no, 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 wait, no. wait, wait. No. Hello? Yes. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Who is this? It's a it's a talk show radio that we're on. We're just discussing politics oh. and everything in different areas. That's all it is. Oh. It's a talk show. Really? So we were talking oh, with so somebody what radio station is on here. 
So it's not a radio. So it's what? On the no. So what radio it's station is this? It's on no. The so, okay. it's on the it's not, so this isn't it's a radio simple. goddamn station. It's on the excuse internet. Me, radio. Excuse me. Let Mike. Let me. Let me. No. So let this, me please. No. Ahead, this man. is the host of the broadcast. So. Okay. He we doesn't do this on internet broadcasting. No, I'm not talking. I'm not talking to other men. We're talking about military. This was supposed to be mine and your Nope. You're on the phone with other men. Well. He's got the wrong opinion. No, you don't even understand about the military. No, you don't even understand about the military. I'm just getting support. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 women on this. There's women on this too. I thought I was your support. I was supposed to be with you tonight. Apparently, I'm not. I can go from work fucked up. Apparently, you don't care. Becky, sorry to create problems for you. Sorry about that. What? Sorry to create problems for you. Sorry, Becky. All right, all right, bye. You know, I'm going to say something, and it needs to be said. I would have liked to have tried to handle that, that situation as, you know, as host of this broadcast, because it falls on me, you know, as host of the show, to deal with situations like that, okay? Well, George, I appreciate was asking who I was. Helping he was asking who I was. The, the fact is, he was asking who I was. He jumped into the conversation where I was talking with Becky, and he took the phone and asked who I was. And I'm trying to explain to him what he was calling in because I could sense that the guy was totally confused. had no idea who he was calling, who was on the phone with her. I could sense it. I understood it. So it wasn't the case. He didn't ask what broadcast. He asked what station this is. He did, had no idea. But he thought I could sense it, that there was a problem, that, that he, maybe he thought she was cheating on him or something. Obviously, he did. You heard what he said. It wasn't a case of... You standing up and saying, hi, I'm registered with the FCC. This No, that wasn't needed. He had to understand what she was on. That the phone call he was on was a, a talk. We were discussing politics. That's all. And he didn't want to believe it. He thought that's why he kept saying, what station is this? He had no clue. That's when I wanted to jump in and try and, and I did. understand. And, and afterwards, you did jump in. And I did. I let you go ahead, George. You'd have at it. And then he got off the phone and handed it back to her. Did they hang up or are they still on the line? I don't know. I no, hope they, she's all she, right. She hung up. All right. Well, she hung up. I hope she's all right, too. I hope she's all right. You know? He didn't sound like somebody that wants to, uh, you know. He sounds like an extremely jealous person. Yes. Yep. Who is this? What do you think he was? Hi, this is Fred from 7-Eleven down the street. 
I, you know, that's probably what he expected, something like that. He didn't know what he was talking to. But I could hear him in the background when she's talking earlier, and I was like, maybe that's not her phone. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it has nothing to do with this discussion. But I thought, ah, that, there's a that chance. That was all here. that background noise. That was that was yeah. where all that background noise was coming from, because I'm sitting here listening to it like, you know. But you even said yep. something, George. You know, hold the background noise or whatever it was. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I just hope that she's all right. I really do. Uh, I hope so. But he was probably tired of but, hearing. Uh, he was, and then he said, "I was supposed to be your support." Maybe he had sound like he had anger issues. I really hope she's all right. But what are we gonna do? But guys, I got. Uh, I start feeding a group. I got five different groups until Sunday that we're feeding. So, and I start first thing in the morning. So I'm going to sign off myself. And uh, so I got I got a full weekend ahead. All right, Mike. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. And, uh, Just to, I haven't seen or heard uh, from Ron Reck. I don't know. I don't, so I don't know if he's either. doing anything this weekend or not. I'm not sure. I know I won't be doing anything this weekend. Yeah. So. I'm going to take this weekend to recharge my batteries, as the saying goes. Cool. Hot tub. Where? The only hot oh, tub I got a, is my bathtub, and that and I and I'm too tall to sit in it. Somebody put up a picture of a, a new hotel or something, up pretty tall, overlooking JFK with an outdoor hot tub pool, steaming. And they said now you could sit there and watch the planes coming in and landing and everything at JFK. I thought, oh man, that'd be interesting, up on the roof, and uh, sit out there in a snowstorm and. And once I thought, oh, that'd be cool. Bring some Mr. Bubble. I don't think they'd like that. Oh, you want to hear a good one? Right. Apparently, Ilhan Omar is saying that President Trump and his administration is triggering her PTSD. Where'd she, have, where'd she have PTSD from? Well, I got mine because of my father. I don't know how she where she got hers from. She got hers from marrying a brother. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> maybe. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Or maybe they buried her up to her neck and they were hitting her with stones for something. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Oh, she would have enjoyed oh, that. Oh shit! <laughs> Trump gave it to her. She's gonna sue. I am not sure if President Trump or my brother gave it to me. I am suffering from PSD. <laughs> oh man. Because some people 
Some people <clears throat> did it to me. <laughs> I could say something, but I'm going to behave myself. <laughs> uh, I, I, will, I will reserve comment on the grounds that may get me in trouble. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'll say it. Oh, all right. I did not want to. I did not want to see Ilhano Margit into the Congress on the grounds that she is a crazy bitch. That's it. There you go. And I'll tell you something. There's there's a large contingent of Jewish community in her district because of her anti-Semitism that will most likely not vote for her come November. Good. When her term is. Good. Do you have a clip of her? Right? Yeah. I understand there was a clip. Hmm? A clip of Omar talking about Trump. I, guess, I believe it is. I don't have a clip. I, I just read something on, on Facebook about it from a meme. But she has said a lot of things that these memes are actually putting out nowadays. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, Facebook stands by its its decision to allow any kind of political ad because they don't want to censor anyone. Okay. Who are they fucking kidding? They censor conservatives every day. Well, if they're going to allow any political ad, then they're going to allow any political ad. It won't be censored. I would hope. See, now me, if I could afford to do it, I would put a political ad up in favor of Donald Trump saying, if you vote for anyone other than Donald Trump for for the presidency come 2020, then you are no better than the people in Congress who hate him, who lie about him, who... Speak ill of him at every turn. Don't vote for the other guy. Vote for Donald Trump. He's your last hope. I would say, don't vote for one of them clowns. Look at how great America's doing. You want to throw that down the toilet? Vote for a Democrat. You want to keep going and prosper? Vote Trump. There you go. Hey, Suzette. Yes? Are you, are you in the FFNO chat room? I am not. <laughs> can you go there? I can. I'm tell going. Me when you, tell me when you get in there. I just bought something from somebody over by uh, Tahunga, Sunland over there. You know that area? Mm-hmm. There's a lady in California that had these. And okay. I, you know, I feel bad for her because they should have gone for a lot more money than what they sold for. But she listed them on eBay and she put the wrong title. And I was the only one that bid and I won them for 85 bucks. These were always put up in sets. There were always two of them. And it's a big part of American history that I bet you 
200 years from now are going to be really sought after. Some people look for them oh. today because you don't you don't find them. These are originals. Right. Okay, there it is. First, for a moment there, my um, Facebook says my chat messenger wasn't available. But okay, so I got it. Okay, so headquarters, Western Defense Command, and Fourth Army. That that set. Yep. Take yep. Take a look at the second one. They always came in a set. One of them gave the orders and everything, and the other one was the notice to Japanese civilians in California. Ah, oh, I can't read it. It's too small. That they're computer. being resettled. This is what this is where they took the Japanese and they put them in the resettlement camps. Yeah. These are the posters that went up. Yeah, I'm trying. Um, I see it, and it's, I see the big bold print, but I don't see. I can't read the small print. But, my page won't get bigger, but I get it. You know, Living but I mean, it, it's got, you can wow. see the rip. The, the corners are ripped because it was posted up somewhere posted, at some point. Yep. And, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care. That's fine. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna expect to find a mint condition one. After 75 well, that's years. that's part of history, right there. It's part of history. Yes. And the uh, corners represent that it, it's authentic. Yep. So I'm gonna. I'll get as soon as I get it. I should have them in probably by Monday or Tuesday. And if not by Saturday, maybe they'll be here because they said she already mailed them. Someone. Holy cow! I can't believe she put that on eBay. Wow. She had no she idea. She put on eBay and she didn't. She put the wrong title and everything on it, and and I was the only. I got them for eighty five bucks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, that's. I mean, I've sold. I've seen that set sell for five hundred dollars for a set before, because oh, collectors sure. don't want them. Because you don't. Yeah. Where do you see that? You where don't. they locked up and all the Japanese does, does, and put them in the camps. Remember? Yeah, those posting holes too. It's not a matter of getting them pristine. So what? That means they never left the office. These right. were the ones that were actually in the camps, around the camps, in town. Yep. You know. Yep. That's really cool. Yep. Hey, did you guys did you guys see that video I sent out there with the guy stealing that sign, that Trump and Pence sign in the front yard? With the electric charge? Is that yes. Yeah. That was funny. I uh, now I think about I think it was a setup. Obviously the guy had Sides stolen before. Well, yeah, I, I hope so. The front lawn, yeah. I, so. I hope it wasn't like an act, like they just set that up to see that, and the guy really faked it. Nah. No, he jumped. <laughs> Tried to grab the sign, the Make America Trump sign, on the front lawn there, and it was uh, had electricity going through it. It's all. Mm. <laughs> it threw <him> back. <laughs> guy ran. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I'll see you all later. Have a great, great weekend, and hopefully Iran will behave itself. All right. Take us later, Mark. We'll see you all later. Bye. Night, Mike. Night, Mike. Okay, you like your trains. So, God, if it's that warm out there, are you wearing shorts? Well, it's almost. <laughs> I was out there on the back porch there shaving earlier, and I had no shirt or anything on. It's January the 8th. <laughs> no shirt. Uh, crazy. Crazy weather. They ain't call the cops on you? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of county. <laughs> Yeah.
How many people do you know who show you with their gun on? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Only in America. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm sitting here with 27 degrees, but a feel-like temperature of 33. And get and get this, Saturday and Sunday, they're calling for 60 degrees on Saturday and 66 degrees on Sunday. Oh, we're supposed to be up 72 today. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that crazy? But then it goes back down to the low, the, the upper and mid 40s, the, the remainder of, uh, the, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That's so, crazy. Go figure. Mother Nature's having a hissy fit again. That's unusual for you out there, isn't it, George? Or is that the norm? Uh, Be that warm. warm. It's it's unusual for for this time of year, yes. Well, I read up on something that the government's supposed to control the weather by 2025. They're doing a damn good job, because I'll tell you what, last last week they were peppering the skies big time, and they had to go somewhere. You know, back in 1998, Chuck Schumer sung a different tune about impeachment. Because it was Bill Clinton at the time, and he he, he was saying he was he, he, he said the opposite of what he says now. Yeah, ironic. So they totally a lot of totally changed their team on this one. Oh yeah. He is a total hypocrite. <laughs> they're all they're all total hypocrites. <laughs> Every one of them. I mean, Nancy Pelosi came out today and said that she's not holding the articles of impeachment indefinitely. Really? So when are you going to send them over, Nancy? <laughs> yeah. I saw her press conference this morning. What a joke! She even said it's part of a strategy to get them to do to. Have a fair trial. It's not your business to have a, you know, what they're doing. You did your job. Now let them do theirs. Damn it. <laughs> what about these yahoos, Mike Lee and Rand Paul and Mikowski? Um, um, All voting for the War Powers Resolution. Mm-hmm. Democrat War Powers Resolution. Also, yeah, but even Mike said the same feelings. thing I'm about to say. Huh? Basically, that's just you know a lot of fluff, really. It, it, it's, but they're in a way they're trying to tie the president's hands. That's what they're trying to do. They're not in a way. They are. They pass it in the Senate. Yeah. Well, Mitch McConnell said today. He, he told the GOP senators impeachment trial could start next week. Okay. Well, see, Nancy now, wants to tie this. this whole, this whole um, 
um, targets that in Iran to uh, she wants to try and com in, you know integrate it into the impeachment. That you know it's like what? No, you can't do no, no, you can't do that. Basically, wanted to call the, our president a war criminal by doing that. Well, <clears throat> Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell told Republican senators during the party's weekly lunch meeting on Thursday that he expects House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to transmit the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the chamber as soon as Friday, meaning a trial could begin early next week. Now, McConnell was not relying on inside information but was looking to give scheduling guidance to senators before they left town for the weekend. And this is what Politico first reported on McConnell's comments. Now, pressed by reporters at the Capitol, McConnell said of the impeachment articles, I have no idea when they're going to come over. Let me just say that I sure hope so. We've been waiting three weeks and would love to have the opportunity to get started. The guidance comes as Pelosi is facing rising pressure to transmit the articles of impeachment with members of her own party signaling that they are losing patience with her delay. Pelosi continues to indicate to Democratic colleagues that she plans to hold on to the articles at least until McConnell releases a resolution outlining the terms for a Senate trial. In the Senate, Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham introduced a resolution Thursday demanding Pelosi immediately transmit the articles of impeachment against Trump. Graham said this resolution is a simple statement by the Senate. It is our job as senators to depose of the articles that were lawfully passed. The Speaker's attempt to shape or delay the trial is unprecedented. It cannot stand. McConnell said on Thursday also, well, McConnell on Thursday also signed on to Missouri GOP Senator Josh Hawley's resolution to dismiss the articles because of a failure to prosecute. Pelosi has said she won't hold the articles indefinitely and suggested she could send them soon. Pelosi has held on to the articles since last month in a bid to extract favorable terms for a trial, likely including a commitment to call certain Democrat-sought witnesses and at least learn more about McConnell's plans. Pelosi said on Thursday, we need to see the arena in which we are sending our impeachment managers. Is that too much to ask? Adding that she first wants to know the terms of engagement for a Senate trial and voice concern that senators won't be impartial. But the GOP leader insists that the Senate should first launch the trial and then resolve issues surrounding witnesses later, declaring he will not haggle with Pelosi and accusing her Thursday of playing irresponsible games. McConnell has said the Senate will move on to other issues next week if Pelosi doesn't transmit the articles. So McConnell's putting his foot down. 
He's sick and tired of the games. And I don't blame him. If the if the if these Democrats in Congress stand by their their joke of their jokes of articles of impeachment, then get the managers together, send the articles over, and do and let the Senate do its part. Well, yeah, I mean, I you can't really set. Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. I didn't mean well, to interrupt. I fully support the you know the, the resolution to uh, to dismiss. Sure, I, I, sure. I think Senator Hawley's resolution has merit. At this point, yes, but uh, you know she would. <laughs> the Senate can't set the forum until they review what has been presented to them. So I don't know what she's she's just stalling. Of course, <laughs> we all know that. But what a stupid. Um, reason to stall as far as we want to make sure it's going to be fair. We want to know what the forum is going to be like, if you're going to call witnesses, if you're going to do that. Well, they need to look over the information that you have, what your investigation had produced to know whether or not they need to call witnesses or not to, in order to clarify what you investigated so they can move forward. And so for her to say that we know, we want to know what they're going to do first before we turn over the papers. Well, they've got to know what they're dealing with first. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> At this point, a dismissal would be good just to get it done and over. I was on board with the full investigation, but that was before. I didn't think she was going to be hanging on to the articles this long. Well, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's interesting to see how the, how the, how this game keeps playing, you know. But, she said she's got new information, new emails. But the emails don't really say anything definitive in them. You can, it pretty much reads the way you want it to read is, is what the, what's in the email she uh, talked about that in her press briefing this morning, and she had said, well, there was a, um, a directive from the president to the DOD, and there's an email from the DOD to, I forget who, um, saying that um, they need to withhold the funds. and But they didn't say what for, and she didn't have the people, or she had the names of the people, but there was something that was just not right about what it was that was definitive. And yes, the president did ask to, to have the funds withheld. And so what's the problem? That's, we know that already. <laughs> it doesn't prove anything. Mm. <clears throat> well, according to uh, what I have here, Mark Levin called out, Mark, called out Matt Getz and others for siding with the Democrats on that war powers thing resolution. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Good. What's oh, yeah. Steve? He was on the president's side. What happened? Mark Levin said it was, it's appalling to watch lawmakers invoke unconstitutional war powers act against Trump. And I agree with him. 
I agree, too. He didn't start well, a war. That's what they kept saying today on the floor. The president should have told us he was going to start a war. It's like, he didn't start a war. You idiots. This is, he stopped a war. <laughs> well, Mark Levin, here's what the article I have here says. He declared, Mark Levin declared the War Powers Act of 1973 unconstitutional and criticized lawmakers who cited it as a reason to support a similar resolution passed Thursday in the House of Representatives as an intended check on President Trump's power to take military action. The War Powers Act of 1973 is unconstitutional, Levin said. The resolution requires a president seeking to engage in military conflict, whether through the declaration of war or response to a national emergency created by an attack upon the United States, its territories, possessions, or armed forces, obtained the consent of Congress. Obtained the consent of Congress, sorry. Levin said the act, authored by former Representative Clement Zablocki, Democrat from Wisconsin, was rightfully vetoed by former President Richard Nixon. Despite Nixon's veto, Levin recalled, the Democrat-controlled Congress overrode his rejection and the resolution became law. Now, Levin added that nearly every president since Nixon has believed the act to be constitutionally questionable and noted the Supreme Court has never ruled on its constitutionality. So to watch Mike Lee... Rand Paul and Matt Goetz and others acting as if it's constitutionally really is quite appalling to me, he remarked, noting that some Republican supporters of House Democrats' resolution have claimed the libertarian mantle in their departure from the general party line. Levin said the U.S. Constitution is not a libertarian document. It is what it is, he continued, adding that Nixon vetoed the resolution based on constitutional grounds. Levin said the California Republican was concerned at the time that the War Powers Act would define his executive power in a way that would limit his defined authority. He also pointed to Founding Fathers' debate of the language in Article I that gives Congress the power to declare war. The framers actually consciously sub- substituted out make war with declare war, he said, quoting Josh Hammer in the Daily Wire, make war was rejected. Levin said the move was a cautious action supported by former President James Madison who, the host said, told former Vice President Elbridge Gerry that declare war allowed for the, president, the presidential power to repel sudden attacks on the homeland. <clears throat> the framers understood that there was, a great, there was great merit to leaving decisions such as the commencement of hostilities to one man, not to a fractious Congress. He said, again quoting Hammer, Levin said Thursday's exercise 
has shown that libertarian-minded lawmakers have been cherry-picking their constitutional decrees. I would ask these radical libertarians, does Congress have the power to tell a president to go to war? He continued going on to criticize Lee for how he responded to a classified briefing held with White House officials on the Iran matter. The Constitution does not confer on Congress the power that Rand Paul, Mike Lee, Matt Goetz, and others, some of them are my friends, claim that it does. The War Powers Act is fundamentally unconstitutional. Congress does not have the authority to micromanage a president as commander-in-chief. The right to declare war does not give them that authority. And he's right. He's absolutely right. Congress is trying to micromanage the executive branch. More specifically, Donald Trump. And I'm sorry, but Congress is going too far. They, have, they are going way too far, and that's why I, I implore the people who listen to this broadcast on Internet radio and watch on, on the video platforms, come November... 31 seats in the Congress are up for grabs. Put a Republican in each one of those seats. Flip the Congress back to Republican control. Keep the Senate under Republican control and vote President Trump back into office for a second term. This will put the Democrats in their place. This will put people like Pelosi and Schumer and others in their place, because they will become the minority. They won't have their power. They're abusing their authority when they do stupid shit like this nonsense with the impeachment, all of these investigations. They're trying to overturn a legitimate election. Even though they claim, no, they're not, in many ways, yes, they are. Well, apparently, uh, I guess it was, what, in 2002 when Congress had passed another um, authorization for military uh, force, for use of military force, in uh, 2002, uh, Iraq. So that is what Trump is basing his, uh, his argument on as far as him having the powers to do what he did. Because that, yeah. that um, AUFM or MF uh, still was still going. It, wasn't, it didn't expire. I'm still standing. I still stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it, that, that, that very document, okay, that very re, uh, resolution passed in 02 is still valid. What this general, Salmani, did was give the marching orders to, to people to attack Americans, to plant sophisticated IEDs that either killed or maimed American soldiers. This general Salmani 
was and by definition it was by definition a enemy combatant. He was a legitimate target. Mm-hmm. Why he wasn't taken out by previous administrations is complete insanity. Now, what would they have said? What would the Democrats have said if Obama actually ordered him taken down? And he ended up getting killed during Obama's hostage holding of the presidency. They'd be sitting there going, bravo, Mr. President, bravo, job well done. That's what they'd be doing. But instead of being thankful that a man who ordered the deaths of hundreds and hundreds of American soldiers and you know, being taken down by a drone strike, they're all but calling President Trump a war criminal. He's no war criminal. He did exactly what he was mandated to do. Not to mention what it's going to do in the Middle East as far as once they get wind of it, what Congress is trying to do um, by binding the president's hands. They'll say, hey, it's a free-for-all. He can't do anything to us. He has to get permission. They're not going to give him permission. <laughs> Let's have a terrorist free-for-all. Is what they did. That's what the Democrats did. They opened the floodgates. Oh, absolutely. They opened up the floodgates. They, they, our allies in the Middle East, okay, especially Israel, is going to, is looking at this thing and going, uh, are you insane? (laughs) What the hell's going on? (laughs) Are you absolutely positively out of your fucking mind? They don't get it. These Democrats just don't get it. What they don't realize is by tying the president's hands in the way that they're doing opens a Pandora's box that could lead to more American soldiers getting killed. And that's the reality of it. That's why I said earlier tonight, every single one of these fuckheads should don the uniform, go into, go into a hot spot, go into a hot zone, and experience what our men and women in uniform have to experience every day. I guarantee they'll shit their pants when the bullets start flying over their heads, when the bombs are dropping all around them. They'll be sucking their thumbs, shitting their pants, and going, Mommy, I want to go home now. Seriously, let them experience it. And for those who voted for this war powers resolution nonsense on the Republican side, fuck you. Fucking idiots. 
What the hell were you thinking? Now yep. the question becomes, where does President Trump go from here? What's his next what what should be his next response, his next action? I think he should stick to his his uh, path that he was on. Since it's a non-binding resolution, she thought she was so smart by saying a uh, reporter had asked her, you know, are you going to pass the leg- legislation or what are you going to do um, this morning? And she said, no, it's a resolution. This way we don't have to, he doesn't have to sign it, so we don't have any problems there. But it's passed it and, you know, it's... But it's <laughs> It's non-binding, so there, there's no, they can't do anything. It just is a paper. It's a paper, that's all. But she said it was a statement to the president. <laughs> so basically, if he goes after another bad actor, if he orders another bad actor to be, uh, to be taken out, it'll be like Congress going, a slap on the wrist going, bad, Mr. President, bad president. You mm-hmm. just, you didn't listen to Congress. Mommy and Daddy told you not to do that. Bad boy. Oh, here's a quote. Pelosi said that although the measure does not require Trump's signature and is not binding, it has real teeth because it is a statement of Congress of the United States. Mm. <laughs> That has teeth, huh? That statement made no fucking sense. Nope. That made no fucking sense. It's non-binding, but it has real, te- real teeth because it has the authority of Congress. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. It's a statement to the president. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. A statement to the president. Ooh. That's scary. <laughs> that and that and fifty cents might get you a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I say to these dumbass motherfuckers in the Congress. You need to shut the fuck up. You're brainless, spineless twits. Twits, you say. Now you're talking dirty there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could have said brainless, spineless tits. But it wouldn't have sounded. It would not have worked as well. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, think about it. It's, 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 uh, you know, it's, the wording has. To, I, I have to pick and choose my words carefully. I, I was I was in support of it. I was just accenting it. That's all. Pointing it out. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I Uh-oh. said, ooh, now you're talking dirty now. Ooh, get him. 
We are we are now joined by our Alaskan contingent. Boyd is here. Hello, Hello Boyd. Hi guys, long time no speak. <laughs> yeah. You've been hiding out on us. I oh, don't know. I've made the show a few times. A couple times this week, I had to just go to bed early. I was whooped. I got poop going on around the house, so I was tired. Well, I could say one thing about it. Taking out Solomali. Okay, his successor is not going to leave the confines of Iran and go to Iraq. That's for one one thing that's for sure. Mhm. Come on. Gee, I wonder why. Move. I wonder why, boy. I mean, let's let's see. Could it be that he could end up splattered all over the place, like his, like his, uh, his friend Solomon? Well, I would say that there's a good chance. Oh yeah, a very good chance. But 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 the Congress would want to be informed before any action taken. Well, yeah, because they have to get that word back to him so he won't go. Yep. Just like they want to do with, with, with uh, what's his name? Salami head. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't find it now, but I saw a post that had come out in 2017 or something to that effect that in the Iran agreement, in one of the amendments to that Iran nuclear agreement, Salami had had been given amnesty by Barack Obama. Why would he need amnesty? That's a good question. A very good question. Okay, so here's a quote from Gates, Matt Gates. Um, let's see. If the members of our armed services have the courage to go and fight and die in these wars, as Congress, we ought to have the courage to vote for them or against them, said Matt Gates. Quote, I support the president's killing Soleimani, 
with the right decision, but engaging in another forever war with the Middle East would be the wrong decision, and that's why I'm voting for this resolution. That makes no sense whatsoever. The resolution is based on what the president did and there's, and saying that the president had started a war, but he did not start a war, Matt Gates. There's no war that we're in right now that we are actually engaging in and preparing our military to send them to war, to go fight. That's not what happened. So you, you signing on to this resolution that's, asked, that's not binding, which is basically a press conference or a press briefing, <laughs> you know, is how much power it has is nothing. Um, is, it makes no sense. Why would you do that? If you supported him killing Soleimani, then you shouldn't have voted for it, dummy. Iran has been at war with the United States since 1979. Mm-hmm. And then in the president's speech, he said that he wanted to de-escalate. You know, he's opening the door to Iran to come to the table. We want peace. Your country deserves, you know, prosperity, happiness, and peace. Um, but, you know, basically, if you beckon our door again, we're going to squash you. And that's it. He didn't say we're going to go to war. He just said we're going to squash you. And But he left the door open. Basically, so if you want to talk, go ahead, knock on the door, and we'll talk. But um, so where is he getting this forever war? He doesn't want the, to be engaged in a forever war. The tr- president doesn't want to go to forever war or war period. Hmm. And that plane that supposedly got shot down, I say, well, I should say allegedly, allegedly got shot down because we don't, you know, we weren't, we weren't there to see it go down. We don't know exactly what happened. We well, know the U.S. has, has the, news. the U.S. did come out and say that it was shot down by. Yeah, by it Atlanta. was shot down. Sure, yeah, but, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying allegedly how it came down and all this other. But here's my point. Why was that plane in that? airspace in the first place. It should have been restricted airspace when there was engagement going on. Their commercial flight, the the FAA would not have allowed that plane to go through that airspace. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. FAA has no jurisdiction over Iran, okay? Their only jurisdiction is in the United States. If it was in the United States and they said, don't fly over this area, they better not fly over that area, okay? But that country, so they have no they have no jurisdiction over that. On flights like but that. They, but, 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 but they have the equivalent of, of our FAA over there, just like they did with other planes during. Um, they're, they're very, yeah, they're very relaxed. They're not, they don't really enforce anything. They're, you know, just there. <laughs> you know? Hey, guys, you might want to reroute uh, because there's missiles, there's engagement going on over in this area. But if you think you can dodge it, then go for it. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately. But but here's here's the thing, okay? <clears throat> the missiles that Iran shot were twelve ground to ground missiles. The one that took the airplane out was a ground to air missile. Totally different machines going after from? totally different jobs. Yeah. Where'd it come from, I wonder? Ooh, good point. And from what I from what I understand, 
the plane wasn't really in the area that they were shooting the missiles from. Uh, well, according, Boyd, to, according, if you look in, according to <clears throat> Boyd, if you look in the chat room, I just posted a link uh, that that says Obama granted amnesty to terror chief Soleimani as part of Iran deal. Him being granted amnesty was part of the nuclear deal. What were you saying, Gun? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Um, hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. The the uh, the uh, the uh, aircraft had already left the airport. It was three minutes out, and it was climbing. Okay, it was on its climb out. So it had already. It was probably a good. 10 miles at least, probably more than that, from the airport. So they, you know, that's why I said they won't release the black boxes of the voice and data recorders. That would have, that's a smoking gun right there. And that would have mean it would have been took down by a missile. Okay. There's only thing it could be. So, you know, uh, even if they, I mean, even if they was to report an engine failure, thing had two engines on it you can fly the thing with just with one engine you can turn it around and head back to the airport on one engine and you can still land so mechanical no <laughs> missile yeah <laughs> missile one <laughs> well <clears throat> i think at, th- at this point uh, the one thing that really uh, bothers me about this is they're willing to let the Ukrainians look at what's in the black box, but they're not willing to turn it over to the Ukrainians or even Boeing, who you know who, who built the plane to begin with. So it's like, well, what's the point? What are you so afraid of by withholding that black box? Is it going to show that Iranian missile that an Iranian missile shot it down? The Iranians are being very smart about this, you know. Of course, whoever said they were smart to begin with. Who said it was smart to begin with? <laughs> but who would have said earlier? Right. Well, we, we were talking about earlier that they had the radar, they had the radar vectors, and they seen two objects fly up. That's missile. I mean, that's the only thing it could be. You know, so pretty much clear it was shot, but it was it was brought down by a missile. So, you know, handheld. Yeah, well, get a load of this. Missile, whatever. Yeah. Well, get a load of this, everybody. Uh, this is from the DCPatriot.com. And this came out just a couple of, uh, on January 8th. 
Obama granted amnesty to terror chief Soleimani as part of Iranian deal, according to new reports. Let's see if I can put this in reader mode. Oh, that's better. This is absolutely stunning news coming from our friends over at News Punch. Former President Barack Obama granted amnesty to Iranian terrorist mastermind General Qasim Soleimani as part of the 2015 Iran deal, according to newly surfaced reports. The reports which prove Obama was the most dangerous president in U.S. history and an, an invert, introverted, inter, <clears throat> inverted supporter of global terrorist activity reveals the Obama administration removed Salmani from a list of Iranian outlaws along with other leaders of Iran's Revolutionary Guard. According to an in-depth geopolitical report in The Telegraph in 2015, defense editor Khan Coughlin questioned Obama's decision to protect the Iranian terror chief and declared that Salmani fully deserves his reputation as one of the world's leading terrorist masterminds. For over a decade, he has been the driving force behind an array of Iranian-sponsored terrorist groups from Hezbollah to Hamas, which have orchestrated a reign of terror throughout the Middle East, according to the report. Found buried in, on page 86 of the annex of Obama's historic deal with Iran, Soleimani was granted amnesty and was taken off the list of blacklisted terrorists together with a number of senior members of the Islamic Republic's Revolutionary Guard. So Barack Obumhead gave him amnesty. Wow. Fucking terrorist thug. Terror sympathizer. Motherfucker needs to be charged accordingly. As a as a contributor to state sponsors of terrorism from outside the United States. What do you think of that, folks? Well, you know, it's only true. So. That, that, that's why the Democrats are so upset, because he'd been given amnesty. Yep. Right. Hard to believe that the mainstream media doesn't talk about this. They're not going to either. Folks, you heard it right here. Barack Obama granted amnesty to a, to a terrorist mastermind. Praised him for being a terrorist mastermind. So, Democrats, your resolution 
just got pissed all over. And uh, that speaks volumes. That does. It just goes to show that Barack Obama was nothing more than a terrorist sympathizer. That's all he was. But look at who he was, a Muslim. Say it again. Remember my famous words, birds of feather flock together. Okay, He was a Muslim sympathizer. Okay, So you think he's going to order a hit or whatever on one of his own buddies? <laughs> uh, no, no, because he was one of them. Just like that Omar and all them other idiots, okay? They're, they are Muslim sympathizers, okay? How the fuck they got in there is beyond me, okay? That is the most craziest fucking thing I ever heard of, okay? So they're anti-American. They're, uh, and they, they go everything, they're going against everything what this country is, is founded upon, Okay. Right there, that's anti-American. Anti-Americanism is a very broad statement. So that's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what Obama did. Okay, pardoning these terrorists. You know, uh, patting them on the head. Oh, good job. That's what you're saying. Oh, good job, Mr. Terrorist. Oh, you killed 600 Americans. Yeah, buddy. You want to kill 600 more? Okay. This is the way they think. They're sick motherfucking bastards. Go ahead. Suzette, any thoughts? Um, well, <laughs> oh, just you know, the the many things that Obama had gotten away with, and also letting you know that included letting these terrorists um, run free. I mean, he, <laughs> he gave. You know, some people think as far as the money that he gave, um, they're talking about. Um, what was it, the $250 billion. But then there was the $1.9 billion in addition, which is the one that went on the plane, you know, in the dark of night on the pallets, that um, on planes that had their tail uh, insignia or whatever, their tail call sign thingy removed. Gee, I wonder why they did that. <laughs> Nobody was supposed to know that money was on there in the first place, right? But, um, yeah. So that was, um Yeah. I'm glad that the president had pointed that out to in his press conference today as far as where that money went to sponsoring the terrorists that led to uh, taking out some money. But um, so I guess you can't impeach a president that's already been removed. Too bad. <laughs> there should be something put on his record. Ready to use to this point. I think when it- well, I think when it comes to Obama, I think this all but dest- finally destroys his his so-called legacy. His legacy has mm-hmm. now been completely decimated. So for Barack Hussein Obama, this is the end of his legacy and the beginning of what should be an investigation into his ties to terrorist factions outside of this country. Mm-hmm. Will that actually happen? No. And I'll tell you why. Because nobody's going to touch it. The Department, of De- the, the Department of Justice won't even bother with it. 
You're right. Yep. And that sucks. Unfortunately. It? <laughs> it does. Sucks yeah. worse than a broken Hoover vacuum cleaner. Let's see. I was reading something today that um, actually had listed Obama's. They went just straight down the line. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> it was good to see, you know, as far as I wasn't wrong, but also not so good because he got away with it. So, um, yeah. Wow. Well, as a final footnote for the evening, uh, an item that Boyd posted in the FFNO News and Topic Room, 250 Amish men lift barn with their bare hands and carry it across Ohio Farm to its new spot. This is incredible. I'll see if I can I'll see if I can get get the video up on the screen here. Let's see here. There we go. Uh do a pop out here of it. I'll have to re, re redo the Let's see here. There we go. Now, folks, I'll restart the video because it kind of got it. It took a moment to to do this. Now, look at this, folks. For those of you watching on the video platforms, this is 250 Amish men picking up a completed barn and walking it from where it was to its new spot. I have never seen anything like this in my life. I've seen um, the, the Amish building a barn. I got to actually see some of that. Good. But to see something like this, holy mackerel, 250 men lifting a completed barn and just moving it and it looks like they're moving it effortlessly from one place to another. Hi yay yay. And the people taking the video are just amazed. And it's like Wow. Now, I can't tell if they're they're actually turning the barn. They're they turning. Live for that. That, they live for that, George. They do that every day. Yeah, That's but I've humor. never seen anything like this, Rob. I've never seen mm-hmm. anything like this. I'd, 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 ha- like, I'd have to say that in person because... I've moved buildings, okay? I know what it takes to move buildings, trailers, equipment, chains, come-alongs. I mean, wow, that's it's like I it's like it's, it's not even it's not even moving left or right or or you I know, like you're carrying, 
It's like just a shell of a barn. It's a fucking barn. I'll tell you what, Gunslinger. I'll put the link in the the Mixler chat room. You gotta see this for yourself to believe it. I yeah, mean, this was this, this barn move was done. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's I see it. Two hundred and fifty people. Yeah, I'm looking at the video. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going, <laughs> oh, jeez. And I use trailers and equipment and trucks and shit like that. Jesus Christ, what I could have. Hey, come on, friends. We gotta just move this fucking building. You know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd like to see that one. I'd like to been there to see that one. <laughs> oh, I, I'll tell you something. Like I said, I've seen barns being – I saw a barn being built when I was in Pennsylvania for a um, for a fireman's convention. But it was the most amazing thing you ever saw. In about 10 seconds, we're going to be off live on Blog Talk Radio. But to let everybody know up front, I am closing the show early tonight because I have a, a doctor's appointment early in the morning. I have to go and see the dentist. I have a toothache that is driving me up a friggin' wall. I've got one tooth on, on one side of my mouth that's loose as hell and has to be extracted. This one here, uh, if the dentist feels it needs to be extracted, then I'm going to have two teeth extracted. And... I am in a lot of pain because of the the tooth on the one side of my mouth. So tomorrow morning is going to be a fun day. Okay, toothless. Anyway. Hey, be nice. Anyway, just to make it, just to make it real quick here, like I said, I, when I was back selling fireworks back in 91, 92, 93, I, being a buddy of mine, would move an 8,000-pound um, firework stand, okay? But we, God damn, we had, I had a 3,200-pound uh, tandem axle trailer. I had a three-quarter-ton truck. We had chains, the booms, the come-alongs, uh, the three-inch the rigid pipe that you could roll it on the, on the deck of the fucking trailer. I mean, it was a hell of a deal. Did these people just pick it up? Wow. Wonder where they get their back from. I'd like to get a replacement. Thank you. <laughs> and how many people have two hundred and fifty friends? Yeah, really. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> well, when it's when it comes to the Amish community, nothing surprises me with them. I mean, they do what they did there in that video. Wow. That that that's impressive though. That impressed me. It really you know what they're doing to the Amish, right, in Pennsylvania, right now. The the people of Pennsylvania and that in the city where their majority of their homes are, where they pretty much are settled, are claiming that their homes are inhabitable because they don't have uh, indoor plumbing and running water, and so they're asking the city to shut them down and and um, bulldoze their their homes. Their dwellings. That's nuts. The Amish have been doing that for, for Christ, for decades and decades and decades living like that. That's their way of life. There's no, there's no, they have outhouses to go to. Mm -hmm. 
They have wells. Okay. Not even tapping into right. the city, you know. And exactly. it's a part of their religion. So, it's a part of their religion. And here they're basically telling them you can't practice your religion. You need to either have indoor plumbing and electricity, running water, or you guys got to move out because we're bulldozing. And it's like, but that's totally against everything that they believe in. Well, so wrong. I think I think I I think that for any political power to do that to the Amish is fucking wrong on every single conceivable level. Okay. So to the people, to the governments, to the government officials in Pennsylvania that are doing this to these poor souls, knock it the fuck off, leave them the fuck alone. Because it's what you're doing is dead wrong. What are they doing to you? Nothing. It's part of their religious belief. But remember so you're gonna, who you're, you're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to sit there and, and what? Tell, tell, tell the Amish, oh, you can't practice your religion, so you have to get out. We're going to bulldoze. Yeah, basically that's what they're saying. Remember what Ron Rex said? He said he fought them motherfuckers for goddamn, what did he say, six, seven years when he got off the grid? Okay, mm-hmm. that's just the fucking electric company now. That's just the electric company. It's not the city. That's just a fucking fucked up, you know, electric company. Uh, mm-hmm. you, think that's, you think the city, I mean, these motherfuckers are ruthless. They are some sorry motherfuckers, okay? I know I've dealt with them. I, this, I, I'm not saying this from just observing. I have been there. i done it, okay? I know exactly what these motherfuckers are. You, you still got the picture of where I hung the mayor? When I hung the fucking mayor in effigy, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I stay there. I was there. I, I did it, done it, and I know what these bastards are capable of doing. They are some rotten son of a bitches. So are they? Are they? Would, are they really doing this? Yeah, I wouldn't put it past. Well, you don't yep, have they're no really doing it. These yeah, people have to hire a lawyer and you know all the stuff that they don't oh, yeah. believe in, or they're going to have to move. You know, and and the sad thing about it, you know, is that they're not bothering anybody. They live out in the boonies, way away from town, and they use yeah. little horse and buggies to get into town to, you know, conduct their business so that they can sure. get more feed and whatever to feed their horses and stuff. And um and that's it. And other than that, they're quiet, they bother nobody and they're yeah. dependent on nobody. So, you know, I just uh, it's it's just so wrong. It's just fucking <laughs> fucked up. I mean it's really fucked up. But you know, like I said, I was the I was the same way. I'm not Amish obviously. But I I was no hurt nobody. I would you know, nothing until you started fucking with me. Then I'm gonna fuck with you. Okay? You leave me alone I'll leave you alone. Hey, that's the way it's supposed to be, right? But when you come fucking with me, you know, say, well, you will do this and you will do that. Oh, yeah? Who fucking died and made you God? My, my, that's, why I, when I, that's why I hung the mayor. I said, fuck you, motherfucker. You ain't telling me what to do, okay? I mean, that's, they, they, well, they give them idiots authority like that. And it's like a kid in the candy store. They go fucking hog wild, Okay. And that's what most of these fucking people do. Most of these idiots do. Well, I'm the I'm the mayor, and you're going to do what I say because the city council has deemed it. We know what's best for you. Fuck you. Go ahead. Crazy. 
That's yeah, they the, think for you. Exactly, exactly, John. They know what's best for you. It doesn't matter if you enjoy the way you're living as they do as far as that's your choice. Too bad. We know what's best for you. You need electricity. You need running water. And you need indoor plumbing. Otherwise, you guys are just living, you know, like savages. And we can't have that in America. Assholes. But yet, in the state of California, in San Francisco, they have people living on the streets, shitting in the street, pissing in the street, shooting up drugs and all this other stuff. And that's okay. But let the people, let the Amish in Pennsylvania live a simple life. Oh, no, that's not allowed. Yeah, that's not allowed. It, remember, remember this. Remember this phrase. Politicians and and city governments, governments in general, whether it's county, whether it's local, county, state, or federal, they all suffer from the simplest thing in the world. They suffer from the "we say so" corporation syndrome. Remember the TV series Dinosaurs? The We Say So Corporation? That's what they are. The We Say So Corporation. Because what we say goes. That's what it boils down to, people. That's what it really comes out to. If you're living a simple life like the Amish do, and it's part of your religious belief, and George, this, this, this land is supposed to be protected under the First Amendment. Yes, but the land has also been passed down from generation to generation to generation. You know, they never leave, and they just keep, you know, keep keep to themselves and keep building. But yeah, this this land has been under generations forever. Mhm. And and there's nothing wrong with that. That's the way it's always been. The land is generational. And right, but I to tell them they can't live the way they want to on their own land, it's like, damn. Well, that's oh, what they won't do. That's what the they call their, yeah, they're, they're power hungry. They're they're idiots. Uh, like I said, and just like Ron has said many times, you don't own your fucking land, okay? If you really owned it, why do you have to pay ground rent every fucking year? So if you really owned it, you wouldn't have to pay ground rent, would you? And that's whether you're in a city or county. It doesn't matter. So as long as you pay their extortion, that's exactly what it is. It's extortion. Okay. Well, you could stay. But if you don't pay their extortion, bye-bye. Well, you can stay as long as you live up to their standards, you know, their building standards. Well, yeah, they're extortion. That's why I call it extortion because that's what it is. You either do it my way or the highway. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's uh I think that people who believe that the Amish should be left alone I'm reaching out to all those watching and listening in the archives. Do the Amish a huge favor. Stand in support of their way of life. Let them know, hey, just because we don't live the lifestyle you do, just because we don't do it the way do the things you do, 
doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it different. And because your way of life is part of your religious belief, you have a First Amendment protection. And we, the American people, will not let that be taken away from you. Stand with the Amish. Let them know that they're not alone. If you live in Pennsylvania and you feel that what Pennsylvania is doing to them is wrong, stand with them. You live in New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, wherever in this, on the Northeast, and you feel it's wrong, stand in support of them. If you live anywhere in America and you feel that the Amish are being wrongfully persecuted, stand in support of them. Because they are Americans too. And they have a religious freedom under the Constitution of America, just like we all do. Well, everybody, I got to cut this short. I got to get out of here because I've got to get some sleep. Plus, the side of my face where the toothache is is killing me, and I, I'm having a hard time talking anymore. But before everybody blazes a trail, I want to say my heartfelt thanks to, uh, to Boyd, Robin Suzette, to Gunslinger, Mark from Texas Internet Radio, Iggy Mom, Becky. Royal WC in the chat room, and of course, all the people who have tuned in either live or in archive. So, with that having been said, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. We will be off the weekend, but we'll be back on Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcast platforms of the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. And as I always say, y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, don't name it after me! That's all I ask. Simple but humble request. All right, people. We are out of here. All right, later. Night. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, George Sinzer, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. If you have any stories or topic ideas, you can write to WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. And if you have any comments, send those as well. Write to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Be sure to check facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N for the links to the live broadcasts during the week. Thanks for tuning in once again. Be sure to join us for the next edition of Firefox News Online over most of these Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks.
let it be written. So let it be done. Oh!